Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver, tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of The Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own, custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shit. The Rizzuto Show Podcast, powered by Dobbs. Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers are hiring now with 42 stores. Apply at gotodobbs.com today. All right, let's hit it. Little listener discretion is advised. I just had a moment where you guys put on your, your headphones. Uh-huh. And cams, uh, yeah. I kind of had like a um, like a zoomy, like an audio zoomy, you know? I just went, <laughs> and just kind of shook like it that. out. Spirit walk through you? I guess so. It happens to me every once in a while. And uh, I didn't realize that Scott only had one ear on because he looked up like, what is wrong with you, man? <laughs> oh, you, okay? did, one you like, did one of those. You did one of those. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought that's a, a spirit walking through you. Yeah. <laughs> But it's kind of like a like an inner zoomy. Like I feel like my dog radio. You know, like I I, I know what she's going through in those moments. Yeah. Don't you have that every once in a while? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, I've woo, 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 woo. Yeah. Yeah. It's too early yeah. for that. When I uh, uh, no, it's perfect. It's time. a fun. It's a fun uh, gasm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It comes out. Gasm. Fun gasm. Fun gasm. Yeah. I've held Surprise. in all this fun. Dude, For he, so yeah. out, man. It's Friday. He, he it's breaking out. Yeah. What do we got going this weekend? Come on. Oh, man. Fun, fun oh, Speaking of fungasm, I'm not there yet. Dude, I got a not weekend full yet. of nothing. I might go to the rollercade on Sunday. Rollercade? In South County? Uh-huh. I had my serious? birthday parties uh-huh. there. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Couple skates. I got my I got my roller skates at home. I'm oh, you them actually out. have roller skates? You're not going to rent? You no, tell I my, don't rent. You talking about Tezon and Baptist Church? Yeah. Yeah. Every level of my life. What's the one down? I didn't even know it was there. Still. What's the one on Weidman? Uh, I don't know what that is. Uh, where's Weidman again? At what, why, why uh, down on Manchester. Manchester uh, Weidman. Oh, I don't, yeah, I don't know. You know, and, and I think I know, one I of my know. kids had a birthday party there. I know what you're talking about. Is that the one that, that, that I was yeah, skating Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. That was a long time ago. Let's see I don't here. know what this is called. Skate something? 
Um, yeah, skate or die. No, it's like, Skaterama. No, it's like skate. It's like soul skaters. No. Skate, skate house. No. Hmm. Rolling fun. Gay. No. No, it's like is it still open. It's alliterative, I believe. No, I'm looking at why. I'm looking at a uh, roller. What is Exilorama? Exilorama was the uh, that was in my arcade in Crestwood Plaza okay. in the basement of Crestwood Plaza. Oh, skate hole. No. No, that's um, not it. Uh, Paradise skate. No. Let's no. mm. see here. I just went to roller arcade. No, it's like. Why is it not popping it's up? It's like Fun Skater or, or something like that. You know exactly what I'm talking about. I know about. what you're talking Go, about. Go uh, Manchester, turn on Weidman, mm-hmm. and it's on the right side. It's almost across Skate the street. Skateport Plaza? Skateport Plaza. Skateport. Oh, yeah. On, on Weidman? Yeah, on Weidman. That's it. Yeah, I'm thinking of a different one. That's got to be the same as the one that was in Springfield. That's it. Skateport yeah, Plaza. My best friend's son is celebrating, let's see, he's going to be nine so oh, he's having a birthday party there? Little, well, he's just going. He's got a friend, a com- couple of friends, and they're going skating. I'm just going to crash. Why it. Does it still have the same feel when you walk in with the cool lighting? Oh, yeah, and the, black light. Oh, the yeah, rad yeah. skates Why'd on the wall. Why they pick there? The thin carpet. Um, <laughs> he just likes it. Little kid likes it. I don't know. It's, he likes roller skating. It's having a comeback, skating. isn't it? Yeah. Is it? Well, you saw. Did it ever go Usher, away? Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, Usher. Usher, but no, Usher I think it's the thing during now. the halftime show. Well, remember when roller the skating's back? Pandemic started and the Fleetwood Mac dreams and everybody was roller skating. Like Mick Fleetwood was no, roller skating. No, he was a skateboard. Was skateboarding. Oh, skateboarding. Yeah, I haven't gotten back on a board in a while, but I can get on my wheels, mm-hmm. my, my shoes. Okay, so you roller skated? Yes. And you skateboarded? Yes. As a kid? Wow. Uh, I, I used skateboarded loosely. I had a skateboard. I tried to do cool things, and mainly all I did was just board. Like I just easy boarded it. You just rolled. You yeah, I just rolled. I didn't do any like. Flips or anything. And I fell down a lot. Did you hang out with skateboarding friends? Oh, yeah. All the hot guys skated. That <laughs> was so Did cool. you have the, the baggy pants? I didn't have the baggy pants, no. Not that time. Um, no, but they did. And they were cool as hell. Ah. Huh. Skater dudes skater boys, huh? in high school. And even today, like, I was... I Avril Lavigne, skater boy. Skater boy. I was... Uh, See you later, boy. I don't know. Like, we'd watch those CKY videos. Oh, yeah. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. And then oh, they yeah, all smoked the best grass, and they just... Mm-hmm. Smoking, had a, grass. Oh, smoking grass. Smoking wow. grass. Just grass? hanging no, with dudes' boards. Kids. Letting the, the guys... Oh, you want to come skate? Like, they would put you on the board with them. Yeah. Oh, it was the hottest move ever. Get out of yeah, here. Yeah, when a hot guy asked me to hop on the board Dude, with him. that Love was that. so cool, man. Love that. I'm yours. <laughs> well, have fun roller skating. Don't Yo, is that yeah, a third awesome. house deck? I'll take some vids. Don't you worry. Yo, those are some sure. sick Spitfire wheels. Thank you. I tell you what, when you what kind of trucks you got? When you have not uh, <laughs> roller skated in a while, and you and you fall like on your ass bone, oh, yeah. it feels oh, good, huh? Over. Oh, it's over. over. Every question becomes one. Why did I do that? Yeah. yeah when you fall on your ass bone, <laughs> you're coxic. Yeah, I know coxics. how to fall. Coxic. Coxic. Ah. It fell right on my coccyx. And that hurts for like three or four days later. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, yeah. Don't toot. Or if you try an actual, like a kickflip or something like no, that, no. and and it lands like this and hits you in the... No, no, I'm just talking straight in up between. roller skating. Yo, I've I've been to space before. <laughs> I'm serious. I, yeah. I swear I went through a black hole and I came back. Like yeah. It was time travel involved, everything. Because I did one of those things where you... Did some sort of move and it came up and you landed and it hit right here oh, because man. it goes through your body and you... You transform you into a in, completely different being. You ever been in so much pain you've you've gone on a vision quest? Possibly. I, I have. I don't oh, yeah. That I, was I a vision quest. I can tell you exactly when, I, when it happened. When oh, did yeah. it happen? I had a hernia surgery. Ooh. Oh, doggone, yeah. On my, uh, like, my, it was an idle hernia, so it was like a belly, my, my any belly button became an outie belly button. Good for cute, you. Cute, cute, cute. Welcome. <laughs> and then it started to hurt, and then the doctor's like, you got to get this taken care of. Mm-hmm. So you go in, you know, they 
they push it back down. They put a mesh in there. And uh, you go home. It's not, you know, it's not a major surgery. Right. Living you know, it's, a, it's a pain in the ass. But... Well, where did you black out? What happened? Well, oh. oh, I'm getting to that. Okay. They tied it off. They tied off the incision. There was a knot. Mm-hmm. There was like a knot uh, where they tied it off. And it's supposed to, I guess, the, the dissolving stitches, eventually it's supposed to just, I guess, the stitches div- dissolve and they fall off. Become a part of you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so about a week after the surgery, uh, it was like itching and stuff like that, and it, it became all red and inflamed. And I guess where they tied it off, it got infected. Lucky. So my wife goes, "You got to get that checked out. Like you got to go call the the doctor and 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 fix this and, and get that checked out." Mm-hmm. So I said, "All right, I'll I'll call right now." So the doctor says, "Yeah, come on in. Get you all fixed up. We'll we'll check it out." So I go to the doctor. He goes, "I'll lay down." Pulls up my shirt. He goes, "Oh yeah, that's infected. We got to get that thing out. Got to get that knot, that knot out." And I go, "Okay, should I make another appointment?" Oh no. Oh no, we're gonna do it right now. Lay down. And at that moment, he just pulls out this tray of scalpels and. Yeah, buddy. And I don't see any numbing agent on there. (laughs) This guy, may I just say, without warning, cut and dug. Ew. Into yeah, my belly. Yeah, buddy. Did he know, Did he forget that he didn't give you? I have no idea. No, it's just one of those things that has to happen so fast. And the pain, it it hurt so bad, it didn't hurt anymore. And I saw colors. Yep. Were you biting down on a leather strap? I don't know where I went. I went to, I went on a vision quest that day. Wow. You saw you tap me on my shoulder. I went to another dimension. There was a there was a naked Indian. That's what I'm saying, dude. Mm-hmm. You seen You're the Big put Bang? On a concert. Like you went back in time. You saw the Big Bang. Like you saw. Yeah, I, mean, I did. Whoa! Wow! I get it now. That's wow, that good. But you survived. Look at you, strong. Stronger for it. Yeah. But I, 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 I must have said, "Is there gonna be any numbing?" Like, no, just let's just do it. Yeah, I had two, I, had, I had a couple times like that. Well, uh, I shattered my nose in a uh, in a lake accident. And then I had to have it fixed, and they they put it back together, you know, because it was it was crumbled. They put it back together, and then I went to Alaska and played a show. That was miserable. And then I came back, and when it started healing, I was like, "Dude, it's it's still I can still see it with my left eye. It's still yeah. in in the way of my left eye a little bit. I can still see this thing. It's not on my ear like it was last week, but it's still not all the way over there." And the guy goes, <clears throat> "Well." I can push on it right now and see if we can kind of crack it over a little more. And I was like, okay. And all I thought was, he's going to give me something. No. Nope. And he goes, okay. And, and then I kind of feel him, and he's over on my shoulder. And then he just goes, whoop, puts his thumbs here and, and just one, starts a pushing. One, two, oh, there we go. And my brain just f- slipped out of my head yeah. for a minute. We... Um, the worst pain I think I've ever been in was, uh, <sighs> I got to take a deep breath to say it, prostate biopsy. Oh, mm. uh, yeah. That was, uh, it was like being shot with a 22 20 times. Actually, now that we're talking about this, yes, when I got my IUD taken out, that uh, was Valerie just, the worst. Wow. Valerie, just uh, check it out on the instant feedback. Uh, now you know how painful IUD insertion is yes, for women. I, that yeah. You just triggered something that I have buried deep. So oh, I, I got an IUD, you know, because I. Not IED, that's something different. That's a bomb. <laughs> no, an IUD, because I, I, I don't want to have kids. And so. I actually had to have like a hysteroscopy on my uterus because I have a heart-shaped uterus, which is why I don't, part of the reason why I'm not having children is because I have like a, a septum that's in the middle of my uterus that I would have to get surgeried. And anyway, that's a little bad. Anyway, about that. found out about 
that through a hysteroscopy. And then as my gynecologist was in there, I go, and you're out for a hysteroscopy. And I said, yeah, go ahead and put an IUD up there because I don't, you know, I'm out and I don't want to have kids. And so he did. And so um, this is 2012. Woke up, you know, went to the ZZ Top concert like that night. Mm -hmm. Feeling fine. Everything's cool. Anyway, um, it, for ladies who maybe have had an IUD put in, the you if you if your body does not respond well to it, it's almost like it's contracting to get it out of your yeah, body. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Anyway, um, so I had to get on pain medicine. I and for about a month, I kept this thing in like an idiot, and uh, finally had to get it removed. And man, it what you get? You're no, an idiot. <laughs> no pain meds, <laughs> and uh, it was absolutely brutal. But obviously, that's anyway. my story. A lot of women I know have had did successful you, stories. Did you black out or not black out? But like, feel, did you go on a vision did, quest? Did too? I, the yeah, vision I, quest thing is real. It was yeah, amazing she saw that ZZ I top again. Well, yeah, ZZ Top was <laughs> in the room. Um, no, but I, I remember wanting to to bite on something big time. Like I wish I I think I actually did my shirt. And I wanted to scream the entire time. Yeah. It was awful. I wow. did scream. My wife heard me in the hallway. Well, my, my mother-in-law, who you know grew up in Soviet Russia, would tell me stories of... At the hospital, she had to get her appendix out, and they had no anesthesia. Like, she had to get her appendix out without the use of oh, anesthesia. Oh, my goodness. As, like, a young girl. This is your mother? My mother-in-law. Mother-in-law, I'm sorry. Yeah. In Soviet Russia. Uh, your parents aren't allowed to go back with you. Wow. Like you're there on a gurney in a quote-unquote operating room mm -hmm. with Ugh. no anesthesia. Wow. So that everything that we've gone through pales into comparison. Yeah. Sure. To something like that. Anyway. That's why you got to keep the ba baby pee diapers. On a lighter note. Yeah. On a lighter note, uh, when and where is today's snow expected to fall? Uh, on the ground. We are, we, are, we are getting snow. <laughs> Thank you, Scott. And this, according to uh, Fox 2, accumulating snow is likely in many areas today. Although amounts may range from as little as a, a slushy dusting to as much as four inches. Air temperatures will be just cold enough to support a mix of rain, sleet, and snow, transitioning to all snow at some point. Now the ground temperatures are very borderline, but the intensity of the snowfall should eventually overcome the warmer ground and allow the snow to stick, nice. especially on grassy surfaces, especially in areas that see some sleep first. This is all, again, according to Fox 2. So timing, a mix of rain, sleet, and snow will develop pretty rapidly from west to east in the area between 4 a.m. and 7 a.m. Looking clear out here right now. The mix with sleet may allow for some slick spots due to slush, especially on lesser-traveled roads, parking lots, and sidewalks. The mix will transition to snow by 10 a.m. Across all but the southern third, of our listening area. Watch watch those bridges, y'all. Or mm -hmm. roughly along and north of a line from Rolla across to Sparta. I've known a couple of people to be comfortable and, uh, you know, feel like, oh, this slush or this snow, it really isn't affecting my car. Everything's fine. And then what do you know? Right into a wall because they hit a bridge. Oh, yeah. And it's just cool enough where this is now ice, even though the road wasn't. The bridge is ice. Oh, bridges overpasses, yeah. Now, south south of that line, a mix of sleet and snow will likely uh, be there through midday. Everyone will have snow by early afternoon, with snow ending rapidly from west to east between 2 and 4. Heaviest snow will focus near and north of 70. That's what Fox 2 is forecasting, 2 to 4 inches. Darn. Wouldn't be surprised to get a few uh, reports pushing 6 inches in Pike, Lincoln, Warren, and Montgomery counties. Most will be in the 2 to 4 inch range. To the south of 70, southeast Missouri and southern Illinois, snowfall totals will be more variable. 
There will be uh, several narrow bands where snowfall will push close to three inches, but outside of those narrow bands, uh, most areas south of 70 will be in the one to two inch range. Yeah, I saw it's bad enough. A lot of the schools already canceled for uh, classes tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. For and tomorrow, the next yeah, tomorrow and the next day. Mm -hmm. So I should cancel my plans that I have like this afternoon. No, no. You think this no. sounds this uh, sounds wimpy. You know what? I don't. I don't feel. I don't feel the panic. No. All right. Yeah. Like she, I don't think this is a, a snowmageddon. Maybe you should, because her plans were to go speeding over bridges. That's true. I always <laughs> speed on Fridays. <laughs> That's her thing. Yeah, we don't need the eggs. Look and a milk. bridge. <laughs> Woo! I'm not. I'm not sensing the the snowgasm that oh, we the, would normally have here. I'm not even tempted to switch the station into storm mode. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, bread milk. Really? We don't. No, need, we don't need, need that, that today. No. Keep I noticed it's tour. still parked down in the closet. I don't need that today. Uh, snow will impact the morning rush, lunch hour, afternoon bus stop. In fact, the heavy snow is lining up for 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. with a pretty quick decrease in snow after 2 from west to east. The kids are like, we're getting school, to getting school off tomorrow. And I go, you're going. You're Lucky. going to school. And then this weekend, the weekend's going to be cool. Tell Sunday, me Sunday, a little it. warmer. What's going on? Sunday a little warmer as uh, as well much of next week. So there you go. That's the isn't Monday President's Day. It is, and so school is not happening on Monday. No, there is no school Monday. Yeah, no school Monday. And then some schools are off today. Yep. Your yep. kids all went to school today. Nope, mine are off. Oh, they are. No, wow. my kids have school. We've been talking about having a four day weekend for weeks. Mm. That's cool. They Jealous. get those. My kids were off. I think last Friday. Oh yeah. yeah. So it's, it's have they gone five days? It's been a while. No. no. <laughs> No, it's ridiculous. Hey, keep it on the uh, on the local tip here. And these are just my Friday leftovers. I have so many st just weird stories to get to this morning. Sweet. Stuff that was left over on my desk from the week. Um, did you know that Schnucks, uh, now they have, you know, they have the self-checkout lanes? Yes. And now they're being really hardcore about 10 items or less. Are they? Oh, yeah. They send you out? Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, and there was an incident. Already, this is a policy that took effect, I think, last week, maybe the week before. And if you go to Schnooks, uh, as I do, uh, you'll see at the self-checkout lanes now, there's a sign that says 10 items or less. Dang. In the past, I'd be like, 20 items, that's fine. Yeah. Well, they've always had, the, like, the the post. No, right? they not for self-checkout. Not for self-checkout. But I bet it's because the more you have, that's harder to see if anyone's I don't know. I sometimes everything. feel I'm faster than the... Yeah, I'm a really good checkout person. I'm a pro. I, I did this for a while once, but uh, as somebody yeah. who worked in the industry, I feel like I'm sometimes a little faster than the regular person. But how but, are you going to get a good conversation? I don't know, Scott. But uh, this out of U City, a man allegedly flashed a gun <laughs> at a Schnucks employee who confronted him about their new self checkout <laughs> policy this week, leading to his arrest. Uh, Overreaction? You yeah. betcha. No, yes, of course. Oh, okay. Prosecutors have charged Jessica Garrett, 68 years old. That's a good name. 68, almost 70. Wow. What are you doing, man? Jessica Garrett charged with unlawful possession of a firearm, unlawful use of a weapon amid the investigation. Earlier this month, Schnucks adopted that new policy that only allows customers with 10 items or less to use the self-checkout lane. I guess Fox 2 got a hand on uh, court documents. Jesse was using the self-checkout lane Monday at the Schnooks on Olive. The 6900 block of Olive attempting to ring up more than 10 items. At some point, an employee went, uh-uh-uh, you must use another lane. 
You know, I wonder if it's a <clears throat> if they should consider doing rather than a number, so somebody's not counting and all that kind of stuff. It's like you can't bring carts through here. So if you got if you're buying stuff that fits in a basket, here this is the basket lane. Yeah. Right. I mean, ba- well, if you got something big though, like let's say you bought like a big old twenty four pack or something that's not going to fit in a basket. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you got other things. Well, I'm just saying if you got to have a line, maybe maybe you just like <clears throat> you know if you can carry it in here, great. If you got to wheel it in, just go to the, go over there. You know what I'm saying? That's well, all. That's a good point. It'd be, Jesse, it'd be easier than counting things and 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 getting into little battles. When Jesse was told you must go to another lane, Jesse said, "Uh, uh, uh, not today." Pulled up his pulled up his shirt. Gun in his waistband. <laughs> Brandishes his gun. You city police department states in a new in a news release that Jesse quote raised his shirt and displayed a firearm to the employee. In the self-checkout lane. <laughs> cool power move. Yeah. Imagine being Excuse that me, sir. unstable to where you are literally checking out at the Excuse grocery store. Excuse me, sir. I've, I've counted 11 items. You're going to have to move it over <laughs> the other lane. Instead you got of just... that down, dude. <laughs> You've got that and, down. <laughs> and then Jesse, you know, is... Is, uh... Nope. <laughs> Stand here. Yes. Right here. I know my rights. Mm-hmm. What an idiot. <laughs> uh, and then uh, there's none. They're not, they're not saying how long this confrontation lasted. I'm sure not long. Well, now I don't know about you, but I'm curious as to what the items were. Yeah, I, I want to oh, know. I'm yeah. always curious. I want to know what this kind of what guy's are people buying. buying? <laughs> what type of stress eating is this guy doing? Yeah, you got. You know what, 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 what do you got? You A got lot some, of frozen uh, dinners. For you got sure. some Pepperidge Farm cookies in there, maybe. Yeah. Uh, are you a serious guy? Know what, I also want to know what time of day this was. I don't know, it sounds kind of cool. Like I bet he has a Mountain Dew. Was like, it? A, so this is a Monday. That. So this is a Monday. So let's assume the other lanes were busy. What time was it? Then, I don't know. Oh, I don't it makes know. a difference. I'm, it does make a difference. It yeah. really does. Yeah, dude, we went to a. Now it doesn't make no. No, you should not brandish a gun. No, I'm not. I'm just that. trying to get in his head of I have twelve things. Every other line is packed. I just just let me do my thing. Have you noticed though? So we went to Target um a couple days ago. And as soon as we walked in, there was this giant line that went all the way around all the you know, like uh started at, at the far end, like right when you walk in, and went all the way past all of the cashier areas, all of the checkout areas, one line. And I thought, oh, maybe it's like a master line. It was just the line for the self-checkout area. Mm-hmm. So that went past, and I thought, oh, maybe there's nobody on the uh, the uh, the regular checkouts. I think I counted three. Yeah. So there were yeah. three open lines. I love lanes. when that happens. And you and just I, walk right up to the person, they check you out, and you're out, and yeah. you see this line yeah, of Yeah, and they, they weren't fully open. There was like two or three people there with, you know, significant... Um, Stacks of crap on the on the conveyor belt, but it was just wildly long. I thought, man, is something wrong? Is are the machines broken? Like, is there a is it ten percent off if you check yourself no, out? What is, I don't what know. is it's, this? It's people don't want human interaction. Maybe I'm I'm not sure. The crazy thing is, they're standing in a line. They're closer to these people than they are the the well, cashier. The Could have checked Same them out. mentality of driving around the parking lot for twenty minutes to find a close spot. Well, I when understand. You can just park that. in. Uh, well, run right in and perfect be spot. Out. Well, perfect just spot. letting you guys spot. know that Schnooks, they're they're being, they're on it. 
10 items or less. Now, this uh, Jesse guy denied when, when they called the cops. Denied they had a gun. Police didn't initially find one. Did not initially find one in his possession. But later found a loaded pistol behind a box of candy on a nearby shelf. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's it. Hey, you know, it's a great spot to keep that. Yep. That's where kids behind will not be interested. Candy. Mm. Kids won't look there. Yeah, I do feel like we're figuring it out, though. After like, that, Jesse was like, ah, I, I, yeah, I displayed the gun, but it was, uh, it was playful. Was yeah, He's yeah. a convicted oh, felon. Jesse, playful, Jesse James, yeah. you know, it's kind of. Yes, thing. he is a convicted felon and should not be in possession of a gun. Yeah. Clearly. I think we are, uh, we are, we are figuring it out, though. We're on the back end of the first phase of the experiment. Of right the, of the self checkout, right? I mean, yes, like, yes, they're going to they're going to figure it out. We're going to figure it out. Yeah. We're going to complain enough. They're going to push back enough. It's all going to we'll equal. Find the great the balance. E- yeah, the great I think equalization. Eventually, we'll find the balance. There's a lot of some towns are already removing the self checkout. Walmart's and, some yeah, Walmart's, Walmart's are going back to regular checkouts. Yeah. I like the self checkout. I think we could find a good a good balance. Yeah, like we could we could do this where everybody's happy. All right, in other, in other news, um, a video about something called the Dorito Theory is making the rounds online. Wait, isn't this the guy who thinks that everybody's going to be Doritos? No, this no, time? different. Doritos is different. Doritos is having a moment this week. That's different. Yeah, they're really working it on the weird angle of the news. The, well, yeah, Rafe was, out, Rafe was out in Vegas, and I guess they transformed the Luxor Pyramid into a Dorito. <laughs> yeah, it's like a, the ad oh my on the side. Yeah, the ad on the side of the Luxor is a big Dorito. Yeah. Which looks pretty cool. And he, and he sent over a text of a picture of that and said, the time traveler was right. <laughs> I know. He's what with the Dorito they, people. He missed Uber. it earlier in the, in the week. but Okay, so the Dorito theory. It's got nothing actually to do with, well, it's got nothing to actually do with physical Doritos. It's just how our minds work. So this, the Dorito theory might explain why people are so obsessed with like TikTok and YouTube Shorts, do you find yourself uh, scrolling YouTube Shorts? Um, I have a little bit recently. Yeah, I don't have TikTok, but I don't. I've never done that. YouTube Shorts. Mm-hmm. Um, it knows what I like, and I like metal apparently because <laughs> it only shows me metal guitar stuff. Like, nice. Watch James Hetfield prepare to go on stage. Between this song and that song, I'm like, well, okay, I'll, yeah, I'll do that again. My, like, so yeah. my algorithm will show me uh, people trying food. Hmm. Going around to different restaurants. Uh, <laughs> really? Yeah. Mine That's is all awesome. guitars. Yours is all food. All food. <laughs> yeah, mine. It's a. I will scroll endlessly if it's all conspiracy theory stuff. But as soon as it gets like educational, mm. I just. I don't. Yeah, YouTube, boring. I like. I watch our stream on YouTube and it's music not really YouTube. It's YouTube Shorts. Yeah, I don't even know. But, what but that if is. you but if you had an account, it's not YouTube. Do you, do you have an account when shorts. you're? I have a YouTube account. Yeah. So yeah, like mine didn't. I didn't start even watching these until I started the gear channel, mm. the story of the gear channel. So like with that, obviously I'm posting about guitars and amps yeah. and all that kind sure, of stuff. Yeah, so now, so now it's like narrowed me down gotcha. and it knows what I like and that's what I like. And that's my TikTok. YouTube shorts yeah. are, are it's minute TikTok. videos. Yeah. It's TikTok. It's, for, it's TikTok. Yeah. yeah. YouTube's okay. TikTok. And it's YouTube's TikTok. Reels. And I'll, I'll find myself just going scroll, 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 scroll. So the Dorito theory, the idea behind it, is the most addictive things are never fully satisfying. It's why you can't stop pounding Doritos one after the other. Ah. Because when you eat a Dorito, you're not satisfied. Like, you want the Dorito. Yeah. You eat it, you're not satisfied, so you eat another one. Right. He'll explain it better. Listen, listen to the, the Dorito theory. 
Imagine eating Doritos. When you eat a Dorito and finish your bite, you're not fully satisfied. It's not the same as eating a steak. Eating potato chips is addictive because the peak of the experience is kind of when you're tasting it and not after. I think this applies to a lot of different very addictive things in life, like the infinite scroll on TikTok. You're never satisfied after you engage in the behavior. I'd recommend actually trying to just remove anything that you think falls into Dorito category. So, do you understand that? Yeah, so, when right. you eat the Dorito, the the moment, the peak experience is the first taste. Yeah, you never you never yeah. swallow and then go, that was great. Yeah, I am satisfied. Isn't, Isn't that, that funny? You know, so, does that mean I need to chase? I need to chase that feeling with another Dorito. So, is it worth it then, just for that first initial burst of flavor? Then, rest is like ah, there's a lot of. This tastes like garbage. I don't know. I'm surprised it's Doritos and not Pringles, though, because once you pop, you can't stop. I oh, feel yeah. like that is yeah. more. I can relate more to Doritos. In fact, uh, went to uh, CVS yesterday. <laughs> What'd you get in the snack aisle? Well, we went to go grab some pizza at that pizza rally place, mm -hmm. me and the kids. And, uh, you know, we got a road trip coming up today, driving out of Nashville after the show. Yeehaw. So I'm like, let's stop at CVS mm -hmm. and let's grab some snacks for the car. Which I actually did see the disappointment in the kids' faces. What? You know why? Because stopping at a gas station along the way is it's way kind cooler. Of is yeah. way cooler. You'll need to restock. And especially, you know what I mean? Like it's it's cooler. Like stop along the way. Wait, what are you saying? You to say, buy snacks? Uh, yeah, you. I like, bought. I was like, let's buy snacks <clears throat> now. Yeah, because you're gonna pass Wally's. So we have them in the we have them in the car. No, you got to satiate a hunger. If you already if you already have them, it's just not as fun. You got to be like, ooh, ooh. You know, make this. Yeah. Who and wants, also, your who wants pistachios? That? Your kids know whenever you're saving money too. So the, you know, dollar fifty for the M and M's instead of four dollars at the gas station, it's pretty sad. It was. Yeah, it wasn't about a money thing. It was about <laughs> they like the the. Yeah. And I kind of do too. The shopping experience is a part of it too. No, it's so like, fun. It's the shopping experience while you're while you're at a rest stop, checking yeah, all the bathrooms. But that's a gamble because sometimes the. Gas stations suck. Yeah, but you can always find. You, know you can know always which find. Ones are good. You can always find a bag of Doritos. Yeah, dude. You, you I, can always find whatever. The, the and pickled, and the process. Whatever. The process of going up and down and going. Do I want Gardettos and a wolf? Oh yeah, a ceramic wolf. So I think anyway, I so I went to. I was like, let's go pick up some snacks. And the first thing I picked up a giant bag of Doritos. What flavor? Regular, regular, regular. Nice. Wow. Just cheese. Regular. Good. And I will have that bitch next to me. Yes, you will. Oh, man, and you're going to smell so bad. Like, the car is going to smell like crusty-ass Doritos. Oh, our my wife's car down. You have the smoker oh, yeah. fingers. So she, happy and she about just it. vacuumed it out. Yeah. She made made sure the car was ready because she's already down there, already re like ready for us to to road trip. Are you guys just total trash pandas, or do you have a sack that is the, gr the garbage sack in the oh, car? Oh, no, we have a dad, and that's me, who screams every time we stop and go, now get... Throw your garbage out. Get all your trash. Don't get out of this car unless your hands are full. Nice. Get all your trash. Throw your garbage out. <laughs> the cup holders. Get the wrappers get out of the out cup of holders. Everything out of the door. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and the, and the little... A little trash compartment. A little trash compartment that's in the door. Me. Get them out of here. No matter how happy I am, as soon as the car turns off, I start yelling. Hey, don't get out of this car without something in your hand. Drives me nuts. The, uh, yeah, that, that bag will be cleared mm -hmm. by the Tom Ride of Missouri. Because I can't, with Doritos, Yeah, whew, it's that, that, it, that Dorito theory is right. Yeah. I love I mean, my husband wild. a that's lot. A good theory. 
but he is he's the king of recycling. And so he will not let me, you know, and I will recycle if there's a recycling bin, but he will keep the plastic bottles and the aluminum in a bag in the back for the duration of the trip until we get home. Nice. If there is no recycling uh, option, which is that. great. But I'm like, I just really, sometimes I'm like, I just need to you gotta get out of here. this damn car yeah. out. Uh, speaking of traveling, uh, and this man, and this was this story was filed under good news. This was like one of these feel-good stories. But, man, I'm, I feel like there's something more nefarious here. Okay. So a pair of workers who work for New York's Metropolitan Transit Authority, uh, they're being praised for reuniting a traveler with a lost bag containing $30,000 in cash. Wow. So one of the assistant conductors on the uh, Long Island Railroad going out to Ronkonkoma. I don't know if you've been out on Long Island. I don't think I've Ron ever heard Konkuma. of that. Anyway. Like CVS or something. So this guy uh, found the bag on the Long Island Railroad train, opened it up. Oh, my God, $30,000 in cash. This is a passenger train? This is a passenger train. Okay. I'm, I'm picturing Amtrak... You know, kind of like an airplane seat, a little bit bigger, but they got those open kind of racks above you if you're in the cheap seats. Uh, yes. Okay. Yes, that's leather, the L-I-R. Nice. leather Kenneth Cole bag. Uh, and there's a video of the of the worker finding the bag. It was just left on the seat. Uh, he opened it up and actually pulled like pulled out wads of cash. Like, holy cow! It wound up being thirty thousand dollars. Oh my gosh! What would you think? The first thing I would think is like, oh my gosh, somebody's looking this for this and they got a gun. Right. Yeah. That was my first thought. <laughs> like, uh, what's that money train or something? Like, you know, it's one. It's one this of those. This is a drop. So, yeah, it's one of those Mission Impossible. Like, I didn't. I didn't see it. I like, saw this nothing. This is a drop. Like somebody's <laughs> supposed to f- come on the train and get the bag. I don't know. I got no part Some in this. Some kind of ransom. Hey. So the, the <laughs> leave the, me out of it. The conductor, you know, <laughs> called one of the M- MTA detectives uh, and they said uh, they were looking through the bag to see if there was a receipt, a name, or something. Uh, whoever's bag it was did leave a planner in there, and they saw the person at an appointment to get their car inspected that day. So they ended up contacting the mechanic, sent the mechanic a picture of uh, of of, uh, of the person asking if he could help identify who the person was. And then that's how they actually wound up getting into contact with the person whose bag it was. So who did this? This was a... A good Samaritan on the on the train, so like it was a an, It was a, an employee. Oh, the employee. Employee oh, okay, then okay. contacted an MTA detective. They found the planner. All right, yeah. yeah. So that's the. I guess job. they wind up going through uh, surveillance. Like, here's a picture of the woman. I thought I was just lucky. I went to the get my car worked on. The guy's like, "Hey, did you lose thirty thousand? I was like, "Yeah, yeah." And he I gave sure it to did. me, and I just drove off. It was awesome. Well, Man. first of all, what would you do, dude? What would you oh. do? Turn it in. T- turn it if I'm an employee. Turn it in. even if I'm a no, no, no n- never mind being an employee because no. that's, that's part of your job. Let's say you're just you know rando. Oh. You're, you're heading over. Nobody thirty thousand dollars in right. cash. No thanks. What yeah. idiot? Right. This isn't twenty dollars I found in the parking lot and I'm keeping it. This is thirty thousand dollars that could have on, a tracker on it. Is this someone on drugs that you know is kind of out of their mind and they left and probably they probably have a big task let's say they got to get they got to get car work done okay they want to pay cash $30,000 cash i don't know what kind of car work they're getting done i don't know new motor but if you have any amount of money on you that is significant don't you aren't you hugging that Protective, bag right. jesus <laughs> right you aren't play you cool. like maybe 30 grand that's nothing. obvious to that gal if 30 grand ain't nothing they take they ain't taking the long island railroad 
You're right. None of this makes sense to None me. None of this makes sense. It doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't mean that it doesn't make sense. It just means that I've never had that. You know in The Big Lebowski when Walter is on the, they're doing the money swap for the chick and he brings his whites because he's got his yeah. laundry in the bag, yeah. dude, and he rolls That's out. Right. I love that scene so much. Her life That's is all I'm in thinking about right your now. hands. Yeah, but aren't dude. you, I mean, aren't you hugging that bag? Or you, like, I'm, I got a handcuff <laughs> yeah, yeah, on, yeah. on yeah. one yeah. wrist and the other on the bag. Yeah. Well, when the I fact used... that it was even found before there was a call. Although, if you, let's say you lost it, would you call or would you try to get it back yourself? I'm well, if it's, sure. if it's money that is is dirty, if it's dirty money. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. I just know that if I'm a passenger, I'm not doing that work. If I'm carrying $30,000 on me and I go doot, 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 on the train and then get off the train, I go, oh, my God, my bag. Yeah. You realize immediately you're not carrying the $30,000. What other thing are you carrying? Right. Your phone. Of more value. Scrolling. Of more value than the $30,000 cash that you would not even worry about it. Yeah. When I used to do merch, we'd have to do drops. You know, if it got to a certain point, we'd call the tour manager over. He would come, grab the money, put it in a safe, and we'd get rid of it. But sometimes... You get so slammed, you wouldn't realize, and you might have like 20, 25 grand in your, you know, in all my cargo pockets, because that's why I wore those, was just loaded up with money. And uh, that was a straight beeline. Like, I didn't stop to go pee anywhere. That's all I you went can think about. Right that's to all the you bus can think about is the drop. money you have on you. Here's, yeah, I'm like, I'm a target, man. Here's the detective talking about it. I was looking through the bag to see if there was a receipt, a name. They did leave a date book, a planner in the bag, and I saw that this person had a, an appointment to get their car inspected. So I ended up contacting their mechanic, and I actually sent their mechanic a picture of this person. He helped me identify who it was, and then, you know, I got the ball rolling to contact Long Island River, lost it down, and, and reach out to this person so they could get their bag. Man, idiot. It's pretty wild, dude. Did the guy have a vowel at the end of his... It's a gal. It was a gal. Uh, oh, it was God. a woman. I just know that if I if I'm if I'm of course a, right. Of course, yeah. every time. If I'm every a time. blinkers can't find on, my keys, can't find my cash grand. is king. Spent thirty grand to fix her blinker. Yeah, she's carrying a Toyota around. Well, like that's it. what happens. We go to the shop yeah. and they say, "Hey, your blinker fluid's out. It's mm-hmm. gonna cost thirty grand." Learned, I go, "Damn it, I gotta drain it. my bank she account." She probably saw something shiny and got distracted. Oh. Right? Oh. I mean, clearly, that's all we do. We're like squirrel. Yeah, that's women everywhere. Wow. The anti-feminist. Uh, anyway, uh, Scott, another record has fallen. Another world record has fallen. Uh, so, what did I do now? Well, I, I think I think we could say this: a Riz Show Live, which is coming up March second, now sold out, courtesy of Yingling. Um, at Riz Show Live, you'll be attempting to set a world record. Yeah. Have we talked about that before? Mm. Yes. Yeah, I don't know if we mentioned where we're going to do that, but yeah, we talked about the. So for setting the, a world record. For those of you who are going to Red Show Live, you will see King Scott attempt to break a world record. Mm-hmm. Right. Or two. How exciting. Or two. Oh, well, let's just, let's just you know. We'll you know that is one of Scott's bucket list items is to, is to break a world record, and I think we can get that done this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And possibly done on March 2nd. I mean, King Scott could be in the record books. Uh, a Danish man... Uh, he earned an unusual Guinness World Records title when he managed to stuff 68 matchsticks into his nostrils. <laughs> so that record fell this week. Weird flex. <laughs> Peter von Tangen Buskoff, 39 years old, was awarded the title of most matchsticks held in the nose when he surpassed the Guinness record 
of 45 matchsticks. <laughs> he says, quote, surprisingly, it did not hurt. I have fairly large nostrils and quite scratch, uh, stretchy skin. I'm sure that helped a lot. Let me see your nostrils. Scott. Dude, this guy's got big nostrils. Yeah, you kind of do. Dude. Matchsticks could thing? be fit in Dude. Is this my thing? That could be it. This could be it. Mm-hmm. And it's in the news. I mean, you'll go straight to the it's front page. Yeah. It's timely. It's topical. It's matchsticks. Imagine this guy's record falls within like three weeks. Hmm. He says he chose the matchsticks challenge after researching different world records he could attempt. He said he doesn't think he can currently beat his own record, but has not ruled out trying again in the future. I wouldn't mind to try this, be the guy that gets the world record for inserting the most amount of matchsticks in someone else's nose. Mm. I think that'd be a fun record oh. to get. So these are your standard issue matchsticks. Why don't you just grab a pack and just try this weekend? See this weekend. Get, get a pack there. of diamond and... No, we're just the like brand? I'm imagining these are not like the uh, little pocket matchsticks. These are like the wooden, yeah, wooden, the wooden, wooden ones, wooden matchsticks. Dang. Is it or is it the little paper? No, no, no. These okay, are okay. wooden matchsticks. Wow, wooden matchsticks. So the record now is uh, 68. Was 45. So we shattered. This guy's it. a hero. He shattered it. So maybe try if you get 69. If you get 69, those matchsticks up your nose. 69. Oh, yeah. You could do it. This is pretty cool. I think... Uh, Just don't trip. Don't trip. Don't trip. Just stay still. I think maybe Rachel Live, this is something you could consider doing. Okay. I, and honestly, you need to wax out your, your nose hairs. Yeah. Oh, that's going to block a little a extra lot. room. Slide them in. Make some extra room. That's right. I'll start stretching now with my fingers. That's right. Don't shave. do that? No shaving. I don't wax. I've never waxed it. I just do that. Oh, I've gotten my... got the wax... It's a hurt like hell. Uh, for a second. Didn't you do that? At, did you do it at my bachelor party? The Rich Show bachelor yes. party? Yeah, that's when we did it. And that was, <laughs> wakes you up. <laughs> and I realized I had a, like a, I didn't know at the time until she pulled it up, but there was a, like a cut or something inside uh, there. So it hurt. Extra you're picking bad. out I was something? Like, oh my I guess God. so. Oh, I don't, no, I don't know what was going on, but it's like, well, that no, hurts. No, it was, uh, yeah, they put like the wax in there and they put the stick up there. Yeah. Every yeah. episode of Queer Eye on Netflix, whenever they have like these dudes that have not shaved in 20 years, yeah. they always stick those things up the nose and pull oh. them out. It looks like it hurts so bad. It does for a second, but but I don't know why. I'm not a, I'm not a... A nose waxer? I'm not like a sadist or anything, but it kind of feels... Oh, it hurts boy. good. Oh, boy. Ah. Hey. Zoom in to Scott Rizzuto's soul. It, it kind of hurts okay. Hey, it's Saturday night. Like you want to wax my Deep tissue nostrils? massage hurt good. It kind of hurts so good. That one it, seems painful. And he, well, you know what? It looked like when they did. I did I've done it twice. Uh, work was done. Yeah. Work was done. Oh, you mean like it took a lot? It took like, maybe that was the, the feeling of, wow. All right, man. We did some work today. Mm. Yeah. Man, uh, Did you feel like your nose dripped more because there was no nose hairs? No, and, and you know, that's actually not that good for you because your nose hairs do stuff. Yeah, they right. filter They're things. Filter things. That's why I thought it was hilarious. We did that, and then less than a month later, they announced the whole world has yeah, COVID. Yeah, everybody got COVID. <laughs> so I got rid of my filter right in time for COVID. <laughs> it was great. That's true. Hey, uh, Dictionary.com just added 327 new words and terms. All right. So Dictionary.com. Here are some of the highlights, new words that are now on the on, on the website, dictionary.com. Words and terms. You tell me what this stuff is. Bed rotting. 
Oh, bed that's, rotting. That's me every weekend. I'm rotting in bed. That means I'm laying in bed extended period of time. Point for learn. Ah. The practice of spending many hours in bed during the day, often with snacks or an electronic device, as a voluntary retreat from activity or Yummy. stress. My Saturday. Oh, that's so good. It is so good. You get a bed rot tomorrow? Yep. Dude, there's all sorts of new good movies on HBO Max. I'm down. I will say the good thing about having a back injury as a teenage kid is that um, I can't do that because my back gets so sore. It does. So I'm like, screw this. I got to move. Why? That's Bed rotting's not a bad thing. Oh, it's painful. Why do we have to look to the negative? No, I, I just I'm like I feel fortunate that it's I get to a, get up and go a outside. Bad thing. Like you need every once in a while. Like, hey man, it's all right. Yeah, I can go burn down. things in the fire pit. I wish I could. I mean, I you know, kind of bums me out that I can't I can't do that. Yeah, I could if I got the time. I'll do it. Uh, also on dictionary.com now is the ick. The, the ick. ick. That's the ick. The ick. What does that mean? Uh, the ick. Uh, it's mm, it's not cringy, but it's 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 almost yeah. like um like that's just undesirable. It's ugh. the sudden feeling of disgust or dislike, often in response to the actions of another person. Mid, M I D. Ooh, mid. Okay, so if somebody is mid or it's mid, it's just like middle of the road. It's just average. It's the yep. new mid. It's mediocre, unoppressive, or disappointing. If you're any of those things, you're mid. But things like movies and shows can also be mid. Mm-hmm. I love this one. Bussin'. Ooh, bussin'. That's bussin'. You know what that is? Uh, and Moon and I know. Moon and I know. Yeah, tell me. It's pretty no, no, common. I want, I I'm, thinking of, I'm thinking of bussy, which reminds bussin. me of our B-U-S-S-I-N. friends. B-U-S-S-I-N. No, bussin'. Oh, it's bussin'. bussin'. Yeah, her her outfit's bussin', right? Well, what does that mean? It's like cool, right? It's, it's what is it, Moon? That's bussin'. Um, yeah, like it's... Uh, you know, it's on fire. Like things, it's 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 good. It's 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 great, actually. It's great. Yeah, but it's I, great. It's wonderful. It's amazing. I will say, my kids don't really use that anymore. That's like that's the old. Now that old folks have taken it, the kids are like, no. Nah, One gonna of the that. YouTube things that's fed to me. There's a guy that does. Is this bussin' or discussing? <laughs> that's awesome. So he'll try something. He'll try like a new fast food item. Yeah, yeah. And he'll tell us if it's bussin' or discussing. Love it. What was the one that Where our sons is? were watching for a while? Sim- similar. It was like they just took the term and it was, it was you know, it was the hot or not. Bussing or discussing. Like Riz was, or... What, what, what the heck was oh, it? Like they God. made a whole business off of it. Ah, I can't cool. remember. All right. What's, terms uh, are so interchangeable. They, they, they're just terms for the same thing and they got about 12 months. Well, mm-hmm. these are now all on dictionary.com. What is a boobney? A boobney. Oh, those are neat. Boobney. So you got a... That's whenever <laughs> an older... What is it? An older... Person's uh, sagginess. <laughs> nope. Olive oil. That's, that's boob. A boob. Those are it? knee knockers. Yeah. <laughs> Boobney. Boobney is or are pimples or a rash caused by your bra. That's oh, boobney. like boot, like acne oh, for boobney. Yeah, boobney. Boobney. It's a real oh, thing. Oh, okay. Barbie core. Uh, pink everything. That's what yeah. I live. My pink outfits, accessories, and decor that celebrates Barbie. What's a uh, girl dinner? Oh, girl dinner is where we eat certs and a nice latte, and that's our dinner. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, certs like the mince. Yeah, like where it's just a ridiculous thing that you eat for dinner. And like often attractively presented collection of snacks that involve little preparation. Yeah, like that's girl dinner. Doritos, yeah. certs, 
a chocolate martini and some gummy bears. That's girl dinner. If my wife is at home at nighttime by herself, that's what that's she says. Dinner. And then she says, if I'm at home, I have a bachelor party. I haven't heard of yeah. a cert or even a cert reference since 1998. Are they still what making those certs? things? I don't know. I was cert. What with gas Retson. station you go to? Certs with Retson. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. No, certs. I was listening to a podcast yesterday. They were talking about certs. Oh, okay. I was like, what brought that up? Is that a thing for you? Sir, I'm at, as far as breathments go, certs. Mm. I like that good. Zen breath mint. Are they still around? Yeah. I think so. Huh. Yeah, well, you could buy a roll, right? A they're roll on the floor. You know like saying? as far as the lineup of snacks that go and funny. mints, they're on the floor at the gas station. Right, yeah, they're the solid I'll... ones with the with the stuff in the middle. Yeah, yeah. it's a big fat Circular. font. It's the... a lifesaver that's filled in. Right. It looks like it's wow. from 1941. Your grandma loved them. I like certs. So Man, they're, if, they're I may go pick up some certs today. Maybe. Wow, certs. All right, what's a cheat code? Cheat code? It's just an easy way to do something. Like a hack, a ployer technique that bypasses traditional uh, methods or rules. Range anxiety, range anxiety. Uh, a limited anxiety. It's only around your home. That's when you have a range of anxieties, a whole oh. bunch of them. No. When you're on the farm. No. And, uh, no, yeah. no, no, it's a fear that an electric vehicle's battery will run out of power before you get to where you're going. Oh. That's range anxiety. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And what is a shacket? Shacket? It's a shirt jacket. Yes. Oh, yeah. It is a shirt jacket. <laughs> Lots of men I got a few of those. It's a mashup of a shirt and jacket. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got, I got I a, a few of those. those yeah. I have a few of those, and I and I have a dilemma every time I look at them because I go, well, I wore that on Monday, but it's just a jacket. I could wear it today, mm-hmm. but then I'm on YouTube all the damn time. I'm sure somebody will shred me for wearing the same thing. And I'm like, but it's a, but I got to explain it. It's a jacket. Right. It's a shacket. It's a shacket. Mm-hmm. I have a couple shackets. Yeah, I got a lot of them. It's, it's a, it's quote, kinda... garment in the style of a button-down shirt made of oh. a thicker fabric and usually worn over other shirts. Yeah, that plaid Have you re- I just came up with a great invention. We should do one where it's a shirt-hat combo called a shat. <laughs> I think that would be like nice. Like a hoodie? Draw it up and... It's not, it's not bad, man. That'll draw sound. it up and I'll, I'll invest. <laughs> it's fun to wear I'll those. invest. Yeah. Shackets are cool, man. I like them. That's my, that's my uh, you know... Kind of, that's my house attire usually. Oh, the jacket. Yeah. So that's uh, that's on dictionary.com now. Those those terms you just heard. All right. So uh, a guy named Anthony Thomas, he uh, he gave the uh, the internet a candidate for meme of the week. Anthony Thomas. Tommy Anthony Tom. Thomas. Tommy Thomas. So he is a Tony chef. Tom. He is a chef in Washington. And uh, has anybody ever been on a plane where it's yeah. been empty? Oh. Oh Dad. yes. It does it count if there's one other person? Or? Yes. Yeah, I count. There's like, a like, couple. A couple of myself, and we ended up, like, with the stewardess, or the flight attendant, we all started just hanging out and talking the whole time. It was so funny. We finally got this empty flight, and then you just hang out. Uh, yeah, I was, <laughs> but it was awesome. And it's been a long time, because now every flight is packed. Yeah, yeah. They've eliminated yeah. planes now, and 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 routes and stuff, and now every every flight is packed. Mm-hmm. And it, But it did happen where I was on a Southwest flight, where there was... Maybe ten people. Yeah, it's like Maybe a it's like a private flight it's, it's with crappy so seats. Fun. Awesome. You get the whole seats. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, so this guy posted a photo of himself. He was on a nearly empty Southwest Airlines flight, and the picture is funny because of all the seats that are open, mm-hmm. and you know Southwest is open seating, yeah. so you could go wherever. They sat close to each other. The guy sat right behind him. Wants <laughs> <laughs> to be friendly. Hey man, maybe he's just afraid to be alone. You know. Like and the picture of the guy like this this Anthony takes it's so it shows two other passengers sitting like at least ten rows away, 
And then this one guy just sitting right behind him. You got to have a fart buffer yeah. if you can. Well, it could. We just finished the whole monk series, and it seems sounds like something he would do. Where it's like, well, my number on the ticket is this number right here. I have to. I have to. No, no, he's it's Southwest. So Southwest. They, they literally. You could, oh yeah, you, it's you can go wherever call. you want. Yeah, that's the crazy thing. The guy could have picked from over a hundred different seats. Hey, I guarantee you. Well, though. how soon did he sit down? Maybe, maybe they both came in and they're like. Obviously, Anthony was on the plane first. If he's if he's making a big deal, or the guy sitting right na- right behind him. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying, were they at both kind of at the same time? They walk in together to sit down and. I, gar- I guarantee, you, even though there even though there was only four people on the flight, one of the guys had to stand in C fifty one, and they had to wait for C group yes. to board. <laughs> he's, he's back there going, "There's nobody here. Yeah. I gotta wait. I gotta wait." Well, like so, maybe they're at the front of the plane and they don't want to. There's no excuse for this. I know, no. I know, but I'm just trying to get in the head of the person. This is the same guy that won't skip the 30 empty urinals to snuggle up and try to talk while it's business time. I had an international flight once, an international flight with the uh, the 343, I think it was. You know what I'm talking about? Where it's three, it's a, yes. a row of three and then center row of four. Yes. And I had an entire row to myself and laid down. Oh, and oh my gosh. That would, I, that's never that's gonna going to happen again. That's never going to happen. It yeah, was this, cool. they, this happens That's at the gym nice. too. There could be 25 empty treadmills, but somebody always seems to. You gotta go right next to me. Come yeah, on, that man. happened to me last week. Young lady came to open treadmills, 30 of them at Lifetime. Yeah, and they got a million. And they got a million of them. A million. Of them. Hey, maybe, and this little itty bitty little thing favorite. came over and just got next to me, and I was like, whatever. Why? I don't Why? Know. I think she wanted to have friends, but Wait, we're like in our. You are in your zone. We have headphones in. Is there an angle for the TV or something? No, like? no, no. All they, the they're TV's all right in front of you. Hey, listen, right maybe she's on a routine, and that's her favorite one, and you're the one that had Ooh. to be next to her. Made me feel weird because I also like didn't want people breathing on me. I was like, can we <laughs> oh, just yeah. not be huffing on each other for <laughs> once? Especially when there's other. It's like noon. There's other things available. Right. Yeah. Isn't it frustrating, though, if you go to a smaller gym where there's, like, two good treadmills, two decent, and two really old ones, and you always want that new one, but you see there's a guy on the very end one, Mm -hmm. and yet the other nice one is right next to him, but you're like, I can't have to go with this old, the old janky one. I know. I will. I will. I'm conscious (sighs) of that. I never go next to somebody. This is open urinals and... Somebody going right next to me. Like, mm. come on, man. Come on, we man. Have, we don't need to be next to each other. I didn't know. I'm glad you taught me that because I, I do yeah. apologize. I well, was, after I smacked the crap yeah. out of you. And I dribbled everywhere. Yep. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. All right, you want one more thing? One more thing before we move on. Uh, high school cheerleader, Michigan, was told to cover up when she wore her cheer uh, uniform to school. On a game day. High school cheerleader in Michigan was told to cover up when she wore her cheer uniform to school on game day. What's wrong with that? Mom is pissed. So Amanda's the mom. She was upset when her daughter, uh, who's a varsity cheerleader at this high school, was told to put pants on. And I guess it's common for high school athletes to be instructed to wear their uniform to school on game days. Yep. This is the, this is this the uniform is you gave them. Right. Told them to wear. Yeah. Yeah, this is... And we. this is your standard... <clears throat> this is your standard high school cheer uniform. Right. Do cheer uniforms... Because I remember the dress code started implementing where your skirts couldn't be shorter than your knees. Is this what this is? That's what this is. Well, you know what? This school can kiss everybody's ass then. Because it's like, okay, I can't wear my cute outfit 
that I picked out that is the same length of the skirt that I'm literally tumbling in front of everybody in this freaking oh, county so in front of. Oh, so you're pro telling the cheerleader to, to, to... No, no, no. I'm pro don't tell me what to wear ever. Like, I'm just now... This is pissing me off because I'm just now connecting this. Literally, we can't have our... Triggered. Shorts. I am triggered right yeah. now. My female rage is coming out. Shorts and skirts. Oh, you can't wear that during school time. But hey, you can but do you back can handsprings hear. in front of everybody's fathers at the football game. Go F yourself. I'm pissed. Well, and that's what the mom the mom is 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 upset because so, so they have a dress code that the skirt can't be above the knee, which is crazy. Right. Right. Um but then they assign and they give a uniform. But then these are the school uniforms. And then they, they tell her to go put pants on. But hey, you can wear it later today when all these adults are gonna come watch you. Yeah. Out of your freaking mind. That is yeah, that's so, so the reasoning the reason given to the mom. Well, I, I'm gonna let her do. The yeah, talking. let's hear this. Let, let's hear. Let's hear, mom. This is uh, this is mom Amanda. So I called the school office, and I was told that they are to wear pants under their uniforms at all times. It is a distraction to the boys. I don't feel that that should be a distraction to the boys. Girls have been wearing cheer uniforms issued by the school since I was in high school. Yeah, and and again, this is your st- this is not anything. That you haven't seen before yeah, as far as high school uniforms right. go. So I guess the high school cheer uniforms. Cheer for the female sports and not the male sports. Yeah, it's Are the guys not getting distracted while no, they're playing? No, not at all. And my, my, I'm going to ask this, Freaking but are, are high school boys more horned up than than we were in the past? No. everybody. And, oh, and, and also, an, like, well, what women well, wear isn't, like... <laughs> what? What women wear... It's the, it's the same thing that, like, dudes look hot in what you wear, but you guys can wear whatever the hell you want. But it's the girls that, like, you know, society's told us, hey, you can't wear, you can't sag your pants. I'm you gotta, sorry, we cannot. You, got, you can't, oh, you got your learn, mom's shorts on. I'm going to push back a, a second Go. Here, because we cannot wear whatever we want. And I'm going to provide an example of Please. that in just a moment. Yeah. Oh, I would, well, no, I'm, just, I'm saying everybody should just wear like what they want. Like my fun Speedos that look like an I'm elephant. I'm going to give you an example of guys can't wear whatever they want in the workplace in just a moment here. Okay. You think there should be no rules? No, I'm just saying the hypocrisy of this. I'm literally, my mind is blowing right now because I, I never thought about the cheer uniform specifically. No, and this is absolutely ridiculous, especially yeah. since the, the cheerleading coach told the cheerleaders, wear uniforms. It's it's a basketball game day. Yeah. Yeah, because the players, well, not basketball players, I guess, but football players, they'll wear their jersey, right? Yeah. Right, and some of them are to. see-through, and we see mesh. Pecs. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Like, you know, it's so weird. I don't remember wearing my. Yeah, well, the good the good thing about this is that the parents wind up going to the uh, sc- the the school board meeting and the, and they will affect change. Like they're gonna get this this rule changed. What are they gonna change it to? That no no uniforms will be worn ever now, but the, but they'll still be wearing the or what? They're gonna have like long skirts. No, for like chicks? it's gonna be like the cheerleaders will be allowed to wear the uniforms. It's a public oh, school. Okay. Okay. It's a public school. Oh, okay. Ah. It's a public school. Like one parent was like, you know, my daughter can't wear a sports bra to practice because it's inappropriate. But but the guys could be out on the soccer field or the basketball court or the football field with with their shirts off. Right. Okay. Well, I feel like this is a good uh, advancement for skirts. The double, you know, it's a double standard. That's what they're arguing. So they'll get the rule changed. Now, why can't men wear shorts to work when women can wear dresses? Amen. Yeah, I agree. Especially on well, like, it's hot distracting. Days. I I totally am for it. <laughs> it's distracting when John Cassie walks. Is in the my creamy in legs too distracting for the ladies around here? Clearly, yeah. What? Are my creamy chicken legs 
You're meaning like in a professional <laughs> office. Because trust me, everybody's wearing gym shorts oh, at this I know. place. Oh, yeah. Not this guy, by but, the way. You will never see me wear shorts to work. Okay, great. great. Again. Like in the office. Again. Well, and me as well. I don't wear shorts ever. I mean, unless like, I have unless, tights And you know, if we're at a remote or something like that. And it's, you something know, different. Swamp ass, you know, weather. No. I, I won't wear shorts to work. I agree. Like, what is the problem with if it's still a nice outfit? Like, let's say, I mean, my husband has a bunch of really nice golf shorts. He golfs. And they're plaid and they're pleated and they're lovely. Profesh. And he would tuck a polo in. That's a nice outfit for a man in the summertime, even in yeah. the professional setting. I don't understand what the problem is. I don't know. That is an interesting because so, it's really hot and it's funny. So here's what this here's what this uh, this office worker was sick of wearing a suit and tie, sweltering heat, you know, swamp ass weather. He says the workplace is sexist after being banned from wearing shorts. He he took to Reddit to voice his frustrations. Mm-hmm. Arguing that he should be able to wear shorts in hot weather if his female co-workers can wear dresses or skirts. In the post, he titled, Sexist Dress Codes Leaving Men and dry, men to Dry in Hot Weather. Uh, he lashed out against office-appropriate attire. He said, I hate this policy in my office. It's okay for women to wear a skirt or dress, but men are not allowed to wear shorts. Even in this hot weather we're having. Mm. Man. He said, we're not even client-facing, and these days, you can definitely buy shorts that look smart, casual enough to wear at the office. I agree. I understand what yeah. he's saying here. I wouldn't I wouldn't bring the ladies into it. I wouldn't. I don't do that. I don't, I yeah, don't, you don't, want, no. you don't want them to start wearing shorts. No, I'm, I'm oh. just saying, like, I don't. The, the comparisons. We're always trying to make comparisons, and we're never okay making yeah. the contrast. And, like, the contrasts are okay. We, we, are, we are different. We are different, and, and things work differently, and sometimes that's okay. No, yeah. it's impossible to not bring the women into it because when women wear a dress, oh, it might be too sexy, but when we wear pants, you're too masculine, and there's I just think no ladies, middle ground of acceptability. Just let people dress You ladies can't control yourselves with I know. the guys showing, you know, this. Yeah, man. Those legs. There's a reason you've never I seen mean, my knees. I, I don't want to tempt you. <laughs> I, I don't remember. Like, I think I was the last generation of the spaghetti strap tank top in high school. I really do. I graduated in 03. And I think just around then, that's whenever school started implementing dress code with you couldn't show a shoulder. You couldn't have a deep V. You you know, you had to, you couldn't show your thighs off or your knees. And and I remember thinking, and I, w- I was a tomboy, so I didn't really wear a lot of... Um, you know, where you could see a lot of my body. But I never thought, like, whenever it started happening, I'm like, what? Because the women looked fine. Like, it wasn't even You know what, as far as the cheerleader, the, you know, I remember the girls in my high school would wear their cheer outfits to, uh, you know, to school during football, you know, football Fridays or, you know, basketball game days. Right. And, you know, I went to school in the, in the mid-90s where everybody was wearing such baggy clothes. Yeah. yeah. Layers. Everybody was, everybody, everything was baggy, even on the girls. Like, everything was baggy. And that's back now. That's back. Yeah. Uh, so and to see, it, to, to see, like, a cheerleader go, oh, man, woo, some skin. <laughs> woo. Need that. Because hmm. uh, it's funny. You, you see the baggy pants, you think that's what their legs look like. And then you see them in a, the, when they're wearing their skirts, you're like, oh, they actually, their legs aren't wavy. That's interesting. <laughs> Oh, uh, listen, and then the uh, and then the late nineties, uh, you know, early two thousands was the uh, the whale tail. Remember oh, yeah. the girls? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. girls well, showing the whale tail. Brought that in. That was kind of my move. Well, and okay, and right there, like the dress code thing is always going to be an argument. It's always going to be you know like a moving mm-hmm. mo- a moving bar. But 
I mean, that that was a reasonable thing that I would say for administrations to to push back on. And let me tell w- you, wouldn't you think? Well, Brent, underwear being out, yeah, that's supposed to be under your clothes. Well, let me but, just tell but, Brendan but, here, who who is a tri- who is triggered by Learn being triggered, and he says it's amazing how everyday Learn somehow manages to bring up feminism. Uh, and and relates it to every single story. I brought it up, you dick. No, and like, I'm a, and I'm I'm a did woman. it on purpose. I'm just yeah. a lot of people have a problem with I'm a female. I, I'm sorry if you've never like listened to a female. No, before. I I brought it up on purpose to huh? get you worked up. Well, no, and it's a great conversation to have, and it's okay to have it. I'm triggered because I'd never thought of the fact that it's convenient for the school to be okay with uniforms for women that when it's appropriate for what they want it to be. Whenever they get, but then it's not appropriate if I would have. Taken the exact same, I, I sew. If I would have taken the exact same design of the uniform and just not uniform, but made a skirt and like a vest and wore that, I would be sent home. I don't know. I may, yeah, yeah, yeah. I may take it from another another angle. Maybe not the feminism angle because the school said, you know, it's too distracting to the boys. My angle is, you're so scared of the boys being so horned up, they're not going to be able to control themselves because a cheerleader wore their. Well, they, they must have been listening to the show, and they said, "I never knew these kids are running around with NRBs all the time." Yeah. Oh, well, but yeah. also, see what happened. It, it's just <laughs> women are trying to. Young ladies are just dressing. It's not even about the guys. It's yeah. about right. I want to wear what I want to wear, and it's it's funny because like I feel like this is like the objectivity of this women, is which is a feminist a wo- thought. But let me say this: I just. I, I, I've never, it, it like blew my mind because I never really thought about the cheer uniform being a skirt yeah, before, yeah. and so as 38 years old, I'm just, yeah. This is stupid. Uh, it's ridiculous. You're totally yeah. right, and and I'm on your side with this. But I'm try, like, let's uh, trying to take a neutral perspective here uh, going forward. And again, I'm totally on your side. I'm not pushing on you at all. But from a, an, an administrator's perspective, when they're trying to like figure out where the rules are here, the tendencies are, especially in a hormonal mixing bowl, which is high school. Um, the tendencies of who is going to push the envelope as far as things that could be deemed inappropriate or distracting, it's going to typically be the ladies. We're talking about whale tails. We're talking about spaghetti strap stuff. We're talking about stuff. And and, and I know what you're saying, and they're putting some ridiculous rules well, against the girls here as in, a these, former... in, these, in these ways. But the reason we're not talking about rules for guys is because we don't we won't have the tendency as much— to want to show that type of thing during that period of life. Listen, as, think, a, as a formed, former horned-up teenager. And we got less to show. You know, I mean, we're just not, but you we're, don't. We're, like, we're not I, attractive. Women are sexualized in a way that's different than men. I think we can all agree in that. Sure. Yes, okay. but is that all societal or is that somewhat right, let's, biological? Let's, let's, let's get, yeah. we're, we're going in circles here. Well, I just want to say thank you to really? the brave man of shorts, but he needs to— No, it's fine. I his, just want to move on. The guy with shorts needs to have a different argument. It needs to be—he wears pants. They're just not very long. That's how you work around that. Right. <laughs> That's it. He identifies as a short person. That's it. Okay. No, I know I don't mean to break up the discussion, but we do we do at 7:15. We we got to we oh, got to yeah, take a cruising. Break. We got to take a break. But first, we have things to do. Uh, today's team remember the day is brought to you by Hot Shots, St. Louis's home for blues hockey from Maryland Heights, Missouri. Jason Patrillo is yeah. now I'm saying his name right. Let me see it. Let me see it. I wrote oh, it down, didn't Petrillo. I? Petrillo. Petrillo? Oh, Patrillo. Let me see. Okay, what did I put on there? Who I, wrote this phonetically out? I did. I knew some Patrillos back in the uh, Is it Patrillo or Patrillo? He says it's Patrillo. 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 Okay. Listen, we've said it so many ways. They're all covered. Yeah. We got them all covered, yes. <laughs> we got you. Uh, Jason has been uh, a fan of both the Riz Show and the Point since the beginning. Has loved seeing the evolution of the show over the years. Uh, always keeps him entertained and has been uh, late to work on multiple occasions because of listening to the show in the parking lot. 
Loves my uh, short shortness of patience. Rafe's <laughs> long-windedness. Moon's love of soccer and outdated hot sauce gifting. Learns uh, overall crunchiness. And King Scott's persistence. Three out of five stars. Well, nice. thank you. Uh, Jason from Maryland Heights is our Teamers member of the day. Get super sweet Teamers member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up, 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. Hey, it's Riz here for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, the real deal for real deals. Since 1976, let Dobbs' team of 600-plus tire techs and automotive service associates care for your family vehicles. Whether you drive a car, light truck, van, SUV, hybrid, or EV, 43 convenient locations all over town. They're going to help you choose the tires you need. Already sold at the lowest price in town, guaranteed, with options that will definitely fit your family budget. So let the tire and service pros at Dobbs take care of your family vehicles. And be sure to check out Dobbs' Money Saver February deals at go2dobbs.com. Dobbs, the real deal for real deals since 1976. Hey, this is Rafe from the Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. That's right, you're talking to Captain Porksteak himself, and I want to talk to you about prize picks. Prize picks is the most fun I've had winning up to 100 times my money this basketball season. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and enormous selection of players. And stat types are what makes Prize Picks the number one fantasy sports app. Now, this week on Prize Picks, I'm looking at the playoff basketball board and selecting uh, Anthony Edwards for more than 29 points and Nikola Jocic for more than 10 rebounds, or Jalen Brunson for more than 30 points and Tyrese Halliburton for more than 10 assists. And WNBA's right around the corner. I'm going to pick Caitlin Clark to make three-pointers on my lineup when the women's basketball season tips off later this month. Download the app today and use code RIZ for a first deposit match up to 100 bucks. I'm going to repeat that. Download the app today and use code RIZ for the first deposit match up to 100 bucks. I love prize picks, and you will too. Prize picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. It's been uh, it's been nice the past couple of days. Uh, anybody spend time outside yesterday? Okay. Out on the deck yesterday? Okay. Oh, you don't have a deck. Your neighbor's got a deck, and you got deck envy. Or the deck you have is in disrepair. God forbid you walk barefoot out there, uh, you're going to get a splinter. I know when we moved into our house, uh, the deck was... It was in disrepair. And the Colchesterville Fence deck, we did a uh, complete teardown. And then we rebuilt a new deck, including underdecking. Chesterfield Fence Deck been in business for 56 years. St. Louis's top name in home improvement, quality, and professionalism. That's what they put first in every single thing they do. Offering those fences and those decks and screen rooms, uh, patios, retaining walls, and windows. All the products guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. And if you mention the Rizzo this month, you'll get 20% off your next installed outdoor project. Chesterfield Fence Deck online at chesterfieldfence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Ah, nice weather yesterday. Spending time out on the deck. My deck courtesy of Chesterfield Fence Deck. When we bought our house back in 2018, yeah, I think 2018, the, the, the deck was in, in disrepair. And we're trying to put band-aids on it. Like, the railings were loose. We have to tell people, please, for your for your health and safety, don't lean against the rail because you could plummet to your death. Uh, so we, we eventually had to do it. We had to, we had to bite the bullet. We had to call on Chesterfield Vets Deck, and they did a teardown of the old deck and put up a gorgeous new deck. They used their own crews. They used their own tools. Um... We did the underdecking. We did the, uh, the concrete patio. They did it all. Everything was in-house over there, and we couldn't be happier. Chesterfield Fence and Deck, in business for 56 years. Fences, decks, sunrooms, screen rooms, patios, retaining walls, windows. They're a company you could trust with your biggest investment in your home. 
locally owned and operated. All the products are guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. When you mention The Riz Show, you'll get 20% off your next outdoor project. It's Chesterfield Fence and Deck. They're online at chesterfieldfence.com. Chesterfield Fence and Deck, after all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Welcome back to The Riz Show, presented by the Fast Lane phone number 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833. The Mick Ultra Studio Cams. Those darn kids, they're off today. Your kids? Yeah, that was, that was my son. Oh, you're okay. What the hell are you talking about? I just heard, I just uh, heard him and I thought, man, he's going to sleep till noon today. Yeah, well, oh, they already got off today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not a snow thing. My kids got school. Uh, where was I? Uh, emails, uh, ratio1057thepoint.com. Instant feedback through the 1057 The Point mobile app. All right, Friday Fail Stories on the way. Uh, Matt Seebeck, who is the chief entertainment officer for St. Louis City SC, our soccer team, he'll be here in about a half hour. We'll talk about uh, what's going on at City Park, some new things. They'll unveil the new City SC away jerseys on the show this morning. That's right. Very exciting. It'd be nice if they brought one to me. That would be nice. That would be very nice. That would be beyond nice. That would be that would be exceptional. That'd be very nice. That would be so be very appreciated and a real start to another great season. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. It'd be nice. It'd be nice. It'd be nice to head down to City Park at some point with uh, wearing a jersey that was gifted by the team. Mm. Where'd you get the jersey? The team gave it to me. Oh, yeah, the team gave it to me. The team gave it to me. Oh, you must be somebody. Well, yes, I am. Uh, yeah, there's some more food options at City Park. Oh, uh, all wait. local. Still keeping it local. 100% of all the food at City Park is local. And they've partnered again with some pretty badass places, including Olive and Oak. And, uh, oh, really? Oh, dude, the list, too is, much away. the list is exceptional. But, uh, Soul Taco. Oh, love it. Oh, heck yeah. Gogi Ball. Don't, don't call me names. I've had <laughs> enough of a week already. Well, and you know what the great thing is? So all the food choices at City Park, yeah, they're local. Everything from, you know, Balkan Treat Box to Steve's Hot Dogs. But they have a limited menu. Mm-hmm. So they have a small little sampling of, of what they serve at their brick-and-mortar places. Yeah. And... All the, all the, uh, I guess, I don't even, is it, would it be sampling? Like, all right, here's a little sample of what they have at, like, Steve's Hot Dogs. Like, here's, you know, they have a limited menu here, mm-hmm. but if you go to the, if you go to the actual Steve's Hot Dogs, you know, you could see this huge menu. Right. Um, where was the, uh, where was the thing? Okay, so more than half of fans in a post-season, a postseason survey said they visited brick and mortars after eating at a restaurant at City Park. There you go. Wow. So more than half actually went to the actual place. The business card works. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, here's, I'm like a drug dealer. Give you a little taste. Give you a little taste. And then you go to the real deal. You're going to love it. So we'll talk to Matt Seaback. Uh What else? Oh, we got to do this uh, Craigslist Freak of the Week thing. But if you would shut down the votes, please. Uh, learn, read us three new ads. Shut down. 
Three new ads yesterday. Uh, you guys voted for your favorite ad, and we'll uh, we'll read you the winner. We'll tell you who's moving on to the Freak of the Year tournament at the end of the year. Okay, so here's how it all shook out in third place with 17.2% of your vote. We say goodbye. Great name. To Otto Bon Jovi. Mm. <laughs> wow. Otto Bon Jovi, he's the guy that uh, he wanted to get crazy frisky. He's from Germany, I, I believe Frankfurt. And uh, he was looking for a partner. Looking for a partner to do all sorts of things in the car yeah. while on the Autobahn. While road tripping. A road dog. <laughs> yep, so we say goodbye to Otto Bon Jovi. Uh, then in second place, your runner-up with 32.5% of your votes. It was Cupid. Oh, man. This hairy-assed, roly-poly, fat little man with a rockin' 10-inch hog just wanted to be your Cupid. <laughs> he wanted to be your cherub. Wanted to be your Cupid. He's got a whole room dedicated he's, uh, to this. He's got a six-foot feathered wingspan made out of repurposed copper, and he's going to put it to use, baby. Which was, yes, a great a great ad for this week being Valentine's Day. Uh, but, alas, we will... Goodbye. We will say goodbye to Cupid Gooding Jr. <laughs> and, ladies and gentlemen... Your official Precious Freak of the Week. Moving on to the year-end tournament. It was nominee number two with 50.3% of your vote, Larry Bird. Feed the birds, man for woman, 65 years old, Vancouver. I am quite the nature boy. I love hiking around the island in the nude. I only bring the bare essentials. I would love a companion to join me in the next week or two. I'll need you to pour that sticky syrup all over me, then drop bird seed on my fully nude body. I'll lie on the ground and let the flock from above come painfully to peck me. I need a companion who is adventurous because you're going to take part too. In fact, you will have the experience first so I can watch your first time. We'll put a little honey on your nips, put a little <laughs> seed on you, and then get ready for ecstasy. Bigger, perkier nips work best, FYI. You're going to want to make love immediately afterward. I guarantee it. I will film our experience so you can have a copy to enjoy for years to come. It must only be us that knows about this hike. Send a pic of your breasts with your response. Also, I hope that you're a meat eater, if you know what I mean. Get ready to be one with nature. There you go, Larry Bird. If you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Because uh, he's grilling. I know what he's he means. Exactly. Outside. We're going to have a little grill in the park. Yep. <laughs> Not yeah, my penis on. at all. Moving on to the next round of the Freak of the Year playoffs. Actually, moving up to the tournament. So, congratulations. Larry Bird, what an achievement. And thank you all for your Freak of the Week votes. All right, Crab on Celebrities here in just a moment. But um, what was the, what still is the hot console? Um, what is the hot gaming console? I would say PlayStation. Yep, is it the PS5? The I guess so. I would say so. I'm an remember, Xbox. remember, there was a time, uh, was it two Christmases ago? You couldn't get them. Yeah. I'm an Xbox guy myself. But I know you're an Xbox guy. But I still hear people talk about yeah, it. Yeah, I'm an Xbox guy, but I know that PlayStation has smoked the sales of Xbox. Yeah, and uh, you know, the demand was so was so insane. I remember my son, God bless him, he played me. This boy knows his dad. <laughs> and it was two Christmases ago. <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> and uh, wanted a, he wanted a PlayStation 5. And he goes, Dad, I bet you you can't get me one. He goes, it's so hard to find. He goes, I bet you can't get one. <laughs> Emphasis on the bet. <laughs> you a-hole. You, you little jerk. Such a play that you have I to said, appreciate it. I said, oh, yeah? Your dad could get you one. Watch this. I'll get you two. 
You want a PlayStation 5, son? Mm -hmm. No, you don't deserve it? I'll get you one. You watch. You don't think your old man has the juice to get you a PlayStation 5? Oh, you watch. You watch. I'll get you a PlayStation 5. I'm just glad you didn't get scammed. Because you remember all the scams that were going around when people were trying to find them? Yeah, yeah. Did you see that video of the guy opening a, a box he bought and somebody taped a PlayStation 2 and a 3 together? Yeah. That equals 5. Doesn't work that way. <laughs> but I got that boy PlayStation 5. Oh, yes, I did. Who's impressed? Me. I am. I'm impressed. Thank you, guys. Dude, incredible. And he hasn't played it since. Thank you, guys. No, no, he, he plays it all the time. I know. I'm just kidding, man. He plays it all the time. But... Uh, Sony, and, and with and this, I bring it up because Sony is giving the PlayStation 5 a countdown. Meaning, Sony's senior vice president expects sales of the gaming system to slow down significantly in the next year. And she says, looking ahead, PS5 will enter the latter stage of its life cycle. What does Whoa. that mean? Maybe a PS6. Oh, my gosh. So they're already putting the brakes on. They're already going, ah, you know, the cycle, it's it's at the end. Do they feel something coming on from uh, Microsoft? I don't know, but the but gamers are starting to speculate about a potential PlayStation 6, but Sony didn't make any announcements about the development it's of the new console. It's got to be VR stuff, right? But, yeah, this is the senior vice president of Sony. Said, looking at PS5 will enter the latter stage of its life cycle. I'm that not seems sure. pretty when quick. Those, they just rolled out, or has it Two been? Two Christmases ago. How'd they recoup their investments on that? I'm not sure they would want to do VR. I, I don't. I don't. I don't think so. I think really? They have, no, I think they have such a great thing going on. It's a multi-billion-dollar industry with that type of platform, and I think that they own the space. And the people that are getting into the other spaces, it's your, it's Meta versus Apple, and neither of them are doing products to sell necessarily a thirty-five hundred dollar price point for Apple. Mm. That's for that's for a very particular type of client, and that's just a first phase of something. And something that hasn't even been proven to work necessarily. I don't see Sony. Did you see to uh, Zucker Zuckerberg uh, give his review of the uh, the Apple VR? No, it's no. interesting. Well, they're competitors in that space. It's interesting because because so. everybody was like, oh, "Oh my God, this this is you know a billionaire sitting down on his couch <sighs> in his living room with a cell phone and just going, here's what I think of it.' It's an interesting watch. What was it positive? Because uh, he's he's, he's going to. I mean, he's going to mid-range it. He probably. gave it. He. It was an honest review. I'll just. I'll just. Say it's. It's worth a watch. Well, because remember, he was spending a million dollars a day or whatever the heck it was, trying to develop their thing and make it better, and it was just. It's. It's worth flushing. watching. And this is again a tech, you know, geek, you know, billionaire owner of you know Facebook and Meta, whatever it is, giving his honest review of the Apple headset. Apple Vision Pro. Apple Vision Pro. Yeah, it's worth a watch. The headline says. He claims Meta's Quest 3 is a better product. Well, of course he's going to say that. Right. But I thought it was pretty clever, as, as the fact that he pointed a phone at himself and said, all right, I'm going to get my... Nothing nothing fancy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm well, tweeting the, it out for people if they want to watch it. They're the two big boys in that uh, in that race right now. And I don't see Sony wanting to sacrifice anything to get into a race that they're not going to win. Oh, somebody's and, saying PS5 Pro. Which is what? Just a, like an Xbox? Uh, ah, who knows? X. It's, you know, it's another excuse for, for dads to... To buy another platform. To buy another yeah. platform for their kids. And their kid going, I bet you can't get me this. You go, Damn it, dude. What was the last one? Six, 600 bucks? Yeah, I think I paid like 700 bucks. You did? Hey, listen. Riz. I, he bet listen, him, he bet me. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> Spend that money. Yeah. I hope you won some money for that. 
Dang. Yeah, I won my son going, all right. You did Dad's it. That's cool. That is cool. You did or it, Or my dad's such a sucker. <laughs> Watch this. Watch this. All right, uh, today is February 16th, back of the day, 28 years ago, 1996. Adam Sandler's Happy Gilmore hits theaters. That's making us rounds again. My son, uh, I, I guess it's on uh, one of the streaming platforms, and my, and my, yep. my son's like, let's watch Happy Gilmore. Yep. Uh, 25 years ago, 1999, O.J. Simpson's 1968 Heisman Trophy sold for $230,000 to help settle a, a $33.5 million civil judgment against O.J. for the deaths of his ex-wife and her friend. 17 years ago, 2007, Britney Spears walks into Esther's haircutting studio with a couple bodyguards and asks to have her head shaved. They declined, didn't they? When the salon owner goes, nope, I don't want no part of this, Brittany shaved her head herself. Mm -hmm. I forgot about the part where the wow. where they were like, nope. Yeah. And that's like, like dictionary control issue. That's a control. Oh thing. man, do you remember that picture, that famous picture of her doing it? I know. And the look in her eyes. That's like, whoa, man. Yeah. That's uh she ain't all there. Right. She had a breakdown. Um, she had yep. a that is a that it was a mental breakdown. You could see it in her eyes. And someone needing needing to control something in her own life. And she so she she shaved her head and then walked uh to a tattoo parlor, walked mm -hmm. into a tattoo parlor, which got two tats, a small pair of uh red and pink lips on her wrist, and uh and a black, white, and pink cross. On her lower hip. I remember when it happened. Remember in uh, Empire Records when I can't remember the actress's name when she walks in and she shaves her head in the bathroom because she's mm -hmm. suicidal and she's having you know she was having a breakdown as well. I immediately thought of that. Like I was like, oh my gosh, somebody needs to be watching over her because she obviously just had enough. You know. I don't think I've seen that. Do you think that inspired it? Possibly. I mean, uh, I, that's I where don't my know. brain went. I don't know, but remember there was a picture of her like with the umbrella, yeah. like trying to hit a car. Yeah. I don't know. Is all in the same day? All in the same, like, period. Like, if you've within ever, the same... Her head was shaved at that point. If you've ever had a nervous breakdown, though, you you saw that and you go, I recognize this. I understand. There was a part of me that was like, I haven't had a low day like that, obviously, but I have... On my lowest day, I, I understand where she was momentarily. Man. Uh, wow. Six years ago today in 2018, Black Panther. That hits, the, uh, that hits theaters. And that's what happened back in the day. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. All right, it's time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. And it's brought to you by Bright House Plumbing. Call the best. Flush the rest. Brighthouseco.com. 636-600-0188. Uh, breaking news this morning. A GoFundMe page was set up for the family of the radio DJ from Kansas City who was killed at the parade the other day, Lisa Lopez-Galvin. Um, there was a GoFundMe set up for her children, and they had a goal of $75,000, and they they reached that goal. Taylor Swift donated 50 grand wow, nice. to this GoFundMe, and now that GoFundMe has surpassed its goal. It's sitting at $180,000 right now. Well, so she was caught in a crossfire, and they and they keep saying now it's... They, they released one of the guys that was arrested. Really? Really? Uh, do you remember the, the picture of it was a guy in a red tracksuit? Yeah, all red. Yeah, all he, red. They released him. It, it was pretty much the two juveniles mm. that were shooting at each other. It was a personal wow. dispute. Awful. Really? Yep. Wow, man. Rod Stewart has sold his mm -hmm. music catalog for $100 million to Irving Azoff's iconic artists group. The legend told the Wall Street Journal that he and Irving have been a couple of old timers. He believes that they have a mutual respect and admiration for each other. And so my life's work is in safe hands Who with is Irving Azoff. Rod, this Stewart. Is Rod Stewart. 
And so Beach Boys, Cher, Linda Ronstadt, just a few artists who have sold to Irving, Irving Azoff's right, what, iconic artist group. What are Rod Stewart's best songs? Do You Think I'm Sexy? That's a great song. <laughs> it's great. That's Disco Rod. Uh, what, are his, what are Rod Stewart's biggest songs? And art, I guess it would just be his solo Stay catalog. Stay with me. Hot, oh, remember Hot Legs? Wait, Stay With Me uh, Faces song, though? Because I wonder if that... I mean, oh, maybe I guess, maybe that's a Faces song. But I I bet that's part of this deal, right? Because he did write for Faces. And did he write all of his stuff? I think he did. Really? Uh, remember the song Young Turks? Yeah. That's a banger. Yeah, man. Forever Young. Forever Ooh. Young. Forever That's a song young. that you were crying That's to. That's a song in your I Jeep? cried to a couple a couple weeks ago. <laughs> man, a hundred hundred million. Hundred million. What do you think? Is that a good number for a catalog of you songs? You think that's cheap? No, I think that might be high. I think Rod's got the deal. Oh, uh, Maggie May. Maggie May. Oh. Dude, he's got some he's got some songs. I'm just trying to think of the use, like how when, you know, I mean obviously Azov's not trying to live to 200 and, and make his money back necessarily. It's, a, you know, part of an, an investment to have in his giant, giant portfolio. But, man, $100 million, that's, uh, I feel like, Rob, you know. Worth I, more than that? No, I don't think. I, you don't think I, he's worth that at all? I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm, I've, I have uh, not have thought I, about Rod Stewart's catalog. Have I told you lately that I love you? I know. <sighs> right? Uh, you're in my heart. You're in my soul. Gosh. Well, expect, uh, I would say, expect in the next couple of years to see some of this stuff sprinkled into some commercials and different things. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Yep. Nickelback's official documentary, Hate to Love, which takes a look at their 30-year career, will hit theaters on March 27th and March 30th. Covers the band's beginnings in Canada and their rise and all the hate that they get from the rock community to the people that love them and their loyal fan base. Tickets go on sale February 22nd. I actually would watch this, nickelbackfilm.com. I'd go, I'd go to theaters to watch this. Because I'm so interested in their perspective of the career. Because they, they're they a good band, but they are so hated. And that's been the joke. And no other band has really been like this, right? In rock, I mean, is there Creed, another band? I guess. Creed got, is at the but, same time, though. Yeah. Yeah, um, I, feel, I feel like Nickelback's superpower was their self-awareness. Mm-hmm. They, were, they were able to just roll with it. Instead right. of all these guys getting their panties up in a bunch right. and being like, oh, they're making fun of us. That's what I mean. So I you know, I watched some video on why Nickelback was so hated. And there was a time when that How You Remind Me song was out, uh-huh. that there was not a second that that song was not played in America. So it was what? oversaturated? Whoa. No way. It was for one year. Congrats, guys. There was not a second that that song was not being played somewhere. Good for them. That's, that's not even cool. their most annoying song, Photograph. <laughs> or no, what's the one with Kid Rock? I... Oh gosh! My name is Nickelback. No. Rockstar, yeah. right? They had. Isn't that Nickelback? Rockstar. Yeah, that's. But that's not with Kid Rock. I thought it was just in the music that. video. No, it's just Rockstar. Oh, well, that song and Photograph were my two least loved Nickelback. Yeah, songs. but the Photograph thing was so memeable, like with the "Look at this giraffe" and right. "Look at this graph." <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, an, it was an oversaturation thing, and it was you know cool to hate them. But the banger, dude, "Burn It to the Ground" is a heavy ass song. I'm a fan. I'm a fan too. Uh, Darius Rucker is reflecting on his career in a new memoir called Life's Too Short. Uh, It's with the imprint that did Dave Grohl's book, so that's kind of cool. Darius Rucker says, This book is the story of my life as told through 23 songs and took me away, soaring, starting at the ground level, living in a poor but happy home, never wanting for much more, enjoying what I had, even when times got tough because I had my escape, my refuge, my music. Life's Too Short arrives to bookshelves on May 28th. Um, Paul McCartney lost... 
a very iconic bass guitar in 1972. Is it a Hofner? Hofner? Hofner bass? And so this grassroots campaign called the Lost Bass Project started a few years ago to track down this iconic bass because many of the Beatles classics were played and recorded on this bass guitar. And so after 50 years, these people found Paul McCartney's bass and returned it to him. How do they know? Well, members were able to track down the original thief, who then led them to the person that he sold the bass to, and there they traced its journey for the last 50 years until it was finally located in the attic of a home on the south coast of England. The homeowner didn't even know the history of the bass, and within days it was back in Paul's possession. Wow. So how neat is that? Um, In other news... It's hard to believe that Jennifer Lopez would be insecure in her relationships, but she is. She's normal like everybody else. She told the Today Show that she does get jealous if somebody is hitting on her man, Ben Affleck. She said, quote, don't play with me. I'm a lover, not a fighter, but I will let them know in a very elegant and ladylike way to step all the way off. Uh, She also has tonight her documentary, This Is Me Now, hits Amazon. I have a little bit of audio from yesterday's Today interview of J-Lo describing why she made this documentary. A creative way of kind of depicting a journey that happened of of what it's like to be a hopeless romantic, I think. Mm. And that journey through life in, in search of of love. It's something I think that when you, I don't know, you're born that way, you know what I mean? You believe, or you're taught to believe in fairy tales. I think it's a combination because everybody heard fairy tales when they were growing up, but some of us take it so to heart. And I was definitely one of those people. So she talks about new music and her life and her love. And this is me now on Amazon tonight. Hey, can you imagine? If, you know, everything was just totally honest and Paul McCartney gets back to that bass and says, oh, so thank you, th- thank you for the bass. And he plays it. It's all cleaned up and set up. And he's like, this thing sucks. Yeah, mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want it. I forgot this sucks. Here. <laughs> all that all that work to <laughs> all do. All that work for nothing like, for the Cool, thanks. Here, put this back in an attic. Uh, Morgan Wallen is opening up his own bar in Nashville this summer. Not open while you're going to be there this yeah. weekend. Uh, it's six stories tall, thrans, uh, spans 30,000 square feet, and it will be called just simply This Bar after his song from the same name a few years ago. Who could be the next Rambo? Sylvester Stallone thinks it's Ryan okay. Gosling. I was going to... I'm not... I didn't want to know. Gonna, I was going to maybe make a gasp. But He's telling us. Ryan... Gosling. Well, now Goss, all I can Goss, see is is Goss. Ken is with Ken? a with a bandana on. Right. Well, he would still need the spray tan and the pecs, right? Uh, yeah. Who could be in Rambo? I mean, Momoa. Hey, man, give me a few weeks. What about John Krasinski? You know, I, 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 I seen him. I seen yeah. him in that Idris CIA Elba. thing. Uh, Jack Jack Reacher. No, Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan. How about Gabriel Vassal? That'd be awesome. Who? Who the heck is How that? How about Pedro no. Pascal? No, he's uh, in everything. Listen, he's, look up he's Gabriel busy. You need somebody. Basso. This Jack. dude is shredded. What's his name? Gabriel? Basso. Yeah, he's the, the star of the night agent on Netflix. You need somebody who's like. Stacked to the max. Just juiced out. Mm. This kid? Well, it's <laughs> a picture from like, 20, like 15, when he's 16 years ago. Skinny dude. Uh, Type in night agent and look at him on that. He's eight, he's not a kid anymore. He's an adult. This guy. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. Sylvester Stallone thinks Ryan Gosling could do it because he's a big Rambo fan. He just kept saying that he had a lot of affiliation with Rambo. And then Sylvester Stallone said, I thought, this is interesting. If I ever pass the baton, I'll pass it on to him because he loves the character so much. Uh, now, I can't see Momoa doing it because he's like a peaceful guy. Momoa. Yeah, but you don't want a guy like that. You don't want a big, a giant guy. So Stallone was not giant when he yes, did Rambo. Yes, he was. No, you're thinking of Rambo too. 
Oh, the original Rambo, he was like almost he was, he was He was a guy that was trying to get away. So yeah, but now it's Charlie cartoony. Sheen looking. Now it's cartoony. But, you don't, it, but, but if they brought it back, don't you think they'd want to do it in some like dark, artsy drama way where they're talking about the inside, not 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 the guy is like, you know. Coming the out of the water with yeah. Yeah. yeah, John Cena. You know? John Cena. Could John, John Cena. Cena, get out. Yeah. Now, now like John he's Cena. turning it back into a comic book. No, John, 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 John Cena, Cena would be a good. Thank you. Uh, kind of disappointing and new in theaters this weekend. Madam Web, which is getting terrible reviews, right? You were talking about this, Riz, that um, uh, Tomatoes yeah. had like 15% or something awful. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it got uh, Madam Web 14% on Rotten Tomatoes. Hey. Terrible. That's Dakota Johnson playing Cassie Webb, a paramedic who becomes a superhero after developing psychic abilities that let her see the future. I just found a list that I actually agree with. I just typed in who would be a good Rambo. Okay. And a screen rant... Um, uh, list of 15 of the top 15 actors who would play the best Rambo in a reboot. Number one, Jake Gyllenhaal. And I think they're right. Okay. Dude's an Oscar-nominated Ooh, actor. Uh, he's He can get shredded. He just did for that. Uh, Roadhouse. Uh, yeah, Roadhouse. Um, he kind of looks Rambo-y if you, if, you, if you squint a little bit. You know what I mean? Uh, it also says Jack O'Connell. I don't know who I don't that know is. who that is. Army Hammer and Tom Hardy. Nah. Uh, not Army Hammer. Oh, Tom, Tom Hardy. Hardy. Tom Hardy, yeah. Show me yeah, Tom, Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy would work. Are you going to talk about, uh, does Dune 2 hit theaters this weekend? It, it wasn't listed. Okay. So they've already had premiere, uh, sneak pre, uh, uh, preview preview for that? Yeah. So Dune 2, they're calling a jaw-dropping masterpiece. What? And they're saying it is... I'm excited. I love this greatest, nerdy crap. One of the greatest yeah. sci-fi movies ever. Wow. Okay. It is the new Dune. Well, it's not this, out this weekend. Maybe next weekend. Did you see the last one? No, I, now was, I gotta watch oh, it. Oh, I thought it was beautiful. great. It was a great yeah. setup. They skipped a couple things that I, I wanted to see from from the book and the original, but like, I'm, I'm. They made it curious enough to go. I can't wait to so see. Dune two next. reactions. Critics call it one of the greatest sci-fi movies ever and a jaw-dropping masterpiece. Well, we're talking about next week because uh, this week is just terrible. So, Madam Web, not good. Bob Marley, One Love, that's getting terrible reviews. Oh yeah, me as well. Um, it's a, a movie about the life of the legend, Bob Marley. That's better than Madam Webb. This has got 44%. Okay. Well, p- people I know that have seen it said it was terrible. Lisa Frankenstein, 50%. Hey, mm. Carl Urban for Rambo. Carl Urban. Oh, yeah. I mean, come Boys. on. Keith, Keith's brother? Look no further. In other news, Kim Kardashian has allegedly spoke out against the way Kanye West's new wife, Bianca Sensory, dresses, which is virtually naked out in public. She says she doesn't want her children to be around that. And a source said... Kim instructed Kanye to never let Bianca dress like that around her children. Um, in walks, here's, a, you know, Northwest, Kanye and Kim's eldest child. She's 10 years old. She actually drew a picture of the cover of Kanye's new Vultures 1, the new album. And uh, the woman is scantily clad. It's her stepmom. So 10-year-old Northeast drawing her stepmom in this, you know, journal. She actually, like, Kanye actually used his daughter's drawing to be the creative as inspiration the, as the wow. cover. cover. And so it originally went on TikTok. They took it down. I looked at it. I mean, it's just a little kid drawing, but it's like... A oh, she's out naked all the time. She's out naked all the time. And I, I understand wow. that Kim would have a problem with the new stepmom being naked around her kids in the house yeah, all weird. the time. It is super it's weird. It's very odd. Um, also, something weird. So Kanye got those $850,000 titanium teeth plastered on. And everybody's wondering what the hell's going on because his. Have you seen his top yeah. lip? It looks like he has a teardrop. It's it this like weird a bubble. Like a, like a, yeah, yeah, it looks like a ball. He's like. transforming the elf. Like there's. He looks like he has a, a gigantic herpy on his top lip in the shape of a teardrop, and it's some sort of possible infection that's protruding. Yeah. 
really strange stuff. So we'll have that on the blog. Yeah, you got to get that removed. Um, hot one star Sean Evans, who we were talking about yesterday, and his porn star girlfriend Melissa Stratton. I was all about it yesterday, saying that he had a glow up. He's looking great. They were at the Super Bowl together. Come to find out, overnight, Sean Evans breaks up with Melissa Stratton because he didn't like all the media attention that they were getting on Valentine's Day. Yeah, yeah, because that was everywhere. Yeah, it was. And but, so Sean Evans broke up with Melissa Stratton because he didn't want the attention. Right, on Valentine's Day. Yeah. <laughs> Should get over it. And finally, The Hollywood Reporter has chosen the top 50 best TV shows of the 21st century. And like I said before the break, Lost, not on the list. Breaking Bad was number 16, and Sex and the City was number 15. So 21st century, so 2000 and beyond. 2000 to present. Right. Sopranos number one, lock it in. Nope, that's uh, number two. Uh, number two. Better Call uh, Saul? Better Call Saul number seven. So Better Call Saul is above Breaking Bad? Yep. Do you think it's better than Breaking Bad? Mm, I don't know. I need to go back and watch Breaking Bad. They're different. They're very different. I- I'm going to say they're equal. Another, Cap out. Another show that you absolutely love and talk about nonstop is on this Game list. of Thrones. Um, Game of Thrones, not top 10. It is on the list. What the hell's number one? This is another HBO True Detective? show. No. Uh, this is another show you talk about all I the like damn my, time. I like my television shows. Uh, HBO show. HBO, new or old? Old. Um, oh, The Wire the is wire. the number one. The Wire is number five. And that's dumb. What the hell's number one? Burn this. Number Burn this one, list. I can't give you the channel yet because you'll get it from that. Hey, Walking uh, Dead. No. The Walking Dead. Walking Dead. I'm just throwing, I'm not th- you're right, you're right. just throwing yeah, this, things on the list. There's no bad guesses when The throwing, Wire is number five. I'm just throwing stuff out no. from the list. I'm going to say this. Number 10 is BoJack Horseman from Netflix. Okay. Number nine is Freaks and Geeks from NBC. Okay. <laughs> and number eight is another HBO show. Which is interesting because Sex and the City was number 50 and this show is number eight. The new one? Girls. Oh, Which girls. people would, it, they're different, but people would relate girls to a new off. age Sex and the City. Number six you need, it's an FX Hulu, sh- Hulu show, um, Reservation Dogs. Okay. It was number six. NBC show for number four. 30 Rock. 30 Rock. Another HBO show for mm. number three, Just Wrapped. Just Wrapped. Curb? No. That's ongoing. For, yeah, for what? There, for ABC? Oh, Succession. Succession is number three. Oh, oh. And number one. What the hell? Succession so beat so The Wire? That's that's absurd. Your top five were The Wire, 30 Rock, Succession, The Sopranos. Billions. Number one show that you're missing, a- AMC. Oh, Mad Men? Oh, Mad Men. Mad Men is number one show of the last 24 did you ever, the 20 Did you ever finish Mad Men? No, I'm, I'm like three seasons in. It is It is worth it. I know, it's a good show. I, you know, it's one of those things that just, life gets in the way. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll dare say that uh, it's a masterpiece. The, M- Mad Men is a masterpiece. But The Wire is just truly the greatest television ever made. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how. Celebrities celebrating a birthday today. Ava Max, that's the sweet but psycho singer. The Weeknd is, uh, I'm sorry, Ava Max is 30. The Weeknd is 34. Elizabeth Olsen, and some say my wife looks like her. She is 35. Uh, Marhashala Ali. Oh. This is the dude from uh, Moonlight, Green Book. Green Book. He's going to be playing. He's going to be playing Blade in the upcoming MCU remake. This guy is freaking incredible. I don't know how many Oscars he has, but he deserves a bunch of them. He's 50. Jerome Bettis is 52. The bus. Christopher uh, Eccleston, 
Uh, that is, uh, he's from uh, Thor, The Dark World, and G- the G.I. Joe movie, and from The Leftovers on HBO. He's 60. Andy Taylor, the Duran Duran guitar player, is 63. John McEnroe is 65. Ice-T is 66. LeVar Burton is 64. And William Kett, the oh, greatest, greatest American hero. That's right. He's 73 years old. All right, today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Tabitha Stevens. And I should say this weekend, Yoko Ono turns 91. Wow. Dang. Yoko Ono. Is that part of the porno birthday? Congratulations. No, we're talking about Tabitha Stevens today. Uh, Today's birthday girl has been in 389 fine films, including The All You Can Eat Buffet, uh, Booby Call, The Daily Grind, Down on the Bush 2, Franken Penis, (laughs) and a movie called I've Got Milk, not Rockstar, but Rackstar, Soap Opera Sluts, Vanilla Milf Shakes 2, and Who Could Fit a Roll, and 1999's Milking It for All It's Worth. Oh. Nice. God. Oh, goodness. Ah. Tab of the Stevens is 54 years old. That's your porno birthday. Those are your crappy birthdays. Now with your crap on celebrities. You know, I thought about something. Uh, this, this is where my mind goes when I'm trying to fall asleep and think about nothing but something at the same time. And I thought, man, li- living a life, there's no wonder we use 100 for everything. 100 is the desired lifespan, right? Like, you're shooting for 100. Mm-hmm. But the 100 is 100%. That's a perfect life. Right. You get to your 90s, that's like an A. You get to the 80s, that's like a B. Uh-huh. 70s is a C. You see where I'm going with this? Like, it's all it's all coming together. Like, it's all, the world makes sense. You An age grade scale. I, I was just thinking, yeah, like, it's it's like a it's like a grade scale. I'm shooting for well, I hope perfect. we all live to. Hoping for I hope a. we all live to A pluses. Me too. And, and what's the average? It's a C. Yeah. Which is average. Uh, yeah, right. average. <laughs> it all, all right, we, we, had, listen, wow, we got guests in the hallway. The Rizzuto Show. This is what I think about when I'm like, why am I not asleep well, I'm yet? I'm glad Tabitha Stevens and the porno birthday could trigger that for you. Yeah. Or Yoko Owner turning 91. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Hey, she just scored an A. All right, we'll talk to uh, Chief Entertainment Officer for St. Louis City SCR soccer team, Matt Seebeck, next. Attention, Riz Show fans and weirdos. Let me tell you about Woods Basement Systems, the all things basement experts. Right now, you can get a free estimate at moonloveswoods.com because spring is here and that means rain and wet, soaked ground all around your house. If your basement has musty smells, damp walls, signs of mold or mildew, maybe even standing water in your basement after a rainstorm, you gotta call Woods today. Wet and leaky basements do not get better with time, they get better with Woods. Remember, I had that incredible difficult front porch situation that looked bad and was a total safety hazard and Woods Basement Systems helped me fix that for good. Not only did they level the entire slab of concrete, but they installed piers to make sure that the job was done right for the long term. They can fix your settling driveways and so much more. The basement waterproofing, the foundation repair, egress windows. Go to moonloveswoods.com for a free estimate today. Don't wait any longer. Prevent further damage. Remember, the problems won't get better with time. They'll get better with Woods because the problem will be fixed forever. It's the all things basement experts at Woods Basement Systems. Get that free estimate at moonloveswoods.com. Riz here for Dobbs Tire and Auto Center, St. Louis's first choice for quality tires and expert auto service. You may not know this, but Dobbs is a local company in business since 1976, and the team includes not only the Dobbs family, but also more than 600-plus expert tire and automotive service techs who work at Dobbs' 43 convenient store locations. Check out Dobbs' early Memorial Day deals at GoToDobbs.com. You'll find deals you could use, money saver coupons to help you save while getting your family vehicle ready for hot 
hot weather driving, including the long road trips many of us will be taking, starting with the Memorial Day holiday weekend and throughout the long, hot summer. Choose Dobbs to keep your family's vehicles in top-running condition. And remember, at Dobbs, with 43 store locations, convenience is the name of the game. You'll be in, up, fixed, and out same day. Click on GoToDobbs.com and save with Dobbs May Deals today. Dobbs, the real deal for real deals since 1976. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Joe West. You're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. All right, welcome back to the program. It's The Riz Show, presented by The Fast Lane. And joining us, our good buddy, Chief Entertainment Officer for St. Louis City SC, our soccer team, Mr. Matt Seebeck. Hello. Dude. Great to see you all. Hey, I love th- coming in. Things are things are happening this this Big this, things. These uh, next couple weeks here for it's you It's going to be a great day, a great weekend, and an ex- a great month, really. Like, there's a lot going on. People like, around town, like, it feels like, you know, MLS season's long. It is. And it uh, feels like we just stopped playing. So it's, yeah. uh, it's a, you know, a little bit of a break. It's good to, good to be back at it. So Yeah, so how, how long was your break? Uh, two months? Yeah, well, two months since November. Uh, so it's good to spend, two, three some, months. spend some time with the family over That's the holidays. Right. But now we're back at it. So Now you're back at it. So yeah. so let's talk about the, uh, the schedule right now. So you have a... CONCACAF game on Tuesday. Tuesday. And then the regular season opens Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, and it's funny. Like, I think um, a lot of people were introduced to to soccer last year through our first season. And this CONCACAF Cup on Tuesday is actually, uh, I think, a bigger deal than people realize. Oh, this is so so big. I don't don't know anything about it. So this is— Oh, I know uh, it's another tournament. It's another tournament, but it's uh, only 27 teams make it in. It's the best teams in North America, and you have to earn your way into that. So— um, by finishing first in the Western Conference last year, we earn a bid into this tournament. So there's only 27 teams, mm. you know, really on this side of the hemisphere. And uh, to make it in our first year is a, is a really, really big deal. It just so happens our first game is before our Major League Soccer opener right. next Saturday. So people are a little confused about it. We're getting some education out, but it'll be a f- fun night at City Park. It's supposed to be uh, pretty good weather. So, okay, well, pay no attention to what's happening outside. I know, outside. it's kind of crazy right now, but good weather next week. Well, they call it, you know, there's a couple different seasons here in St. Louis. Not <laughs> not winter, spring, summer, fall. We have something called full spring. Yeah. Where right. they lull us into, oh, man, it's going to be yeah, 65 good. degrees out. All right, this is it. Spring is here. And then they hit you. Yeah. They hit you with reality. That's right. It's going to be two to three inches of snow today. That's right. That's right. So, but Tuesday, so Tuesday against uh, against Houston, play Houston, yeah, at at City Park, yep. and then regular season opens against Salt Lake City. So let's talk about what's going on at City Park. Oh my gosh, yeah, so many things, and you know, I think the the, the mentality in the off season was. You know, because season one was it was it was great. It was historic in many ways on the field, off the field. We broke records and merchandise sales and ticket deposits. And it it was, I think, easy for us to kind of rest in the uh, the laurels of that. And I think, you know, culturally, 
from our ownership down, we have this mentality that it needed to feel like season two of Netflix, where season one was great, but season two, like we've got you know new characters, new plot lines, new storylines. We've got to keep on the keep, throttle. Yeah, keep it. Yeah. Keep, keep going. That's right. So last week we introduced um, new restaurant partners at City Park. People have loved the 100% local food. Yes, yeah, so I was kind of teasing that before. Like so. There's going to be new restaurant partners, yeah. still 100% local. Totally. Yeah, no, I mean, we're, we're adding more. People said, well, we want more local favorites. We want more diversity in food. So, uh, yeah, we added seven this year, uh, Sunday Best, which has the best chicken sandwich I've ever had. That's not hyperbole for the airwaves. Mm-hmm. Uh, we added Olive and Oak, yeah, great, great restaurant great at restaurant Webster, Webster Groves. Groves. Um, Soul Taco. Soul Taco, Donut yeah. Drive-In. Uh, saucy porca, Medina. Mm-hmm. So we're uh, we're we're not we're not setting back. We're we're, we're going full throttle. No, and Thank I love the way you guys did it last year with the food because it wasn't you didn't get everything. You got kind of a limited. Like we do this. Like when I went to one of the games and I went to Balkan Treat Box, mm-hmm. and they have you know just a couple different things. That's why you're in and out. Yeah, it's quick, it's easy, and the fact that in the postseason survey you guys did, more than half of the fans said they went to the brick and mortar. Yeah. After sampling them at yeah. City Park, and and that's that's fun, and um, that's it's it, that is one of our favorite statistics I think we've gathered over the last year because this is all about you know how do how do we uplift the region? How do we use the language of soccer as the international sport to uh, make sure that that others can leverage the platform? And, and the restaurant way is just a good way for people to get involved in the stadium, but also on non-game day out in the mm-hmm. neighborhood. So that's, that's really fun. And also ordering on the mobile app was a huge thing. Yeah. Uh, for you guys last year, and you're obviously going to continue that on. Hell yeah. What was it? 20% of all the food sales went through the mobile app? Yeah. No kidding. That's awesome. Which is bonkers, you know. Uh, and you for, can just go and pick it up. Yeah, from and and you know, it it increased throughout the year because I think fans at halftime would be standing in line and they'd see someone like you walk up, just pick a bag off yeah. the shelf and get back to your back to your seats. So yeah. So it really started to pick up. So you know, twenty percent of sales is a lot in most stadiums. It's you know less than one percent. People just don't think that way. Yeah. So to, uh, you know, our ability to start that way and condition that behavior in our fans was was massive. Yeah. The couple times I went to the to, to games last year, I, I mean, I had a blast. Yeah. Uh, one the one game I went to, I actually went to with mutual friends. Yeah. Um, it poured. It was a giant rainstorm just as we were walking in, and it was cool to see all those restaurants around just packed out and people kind of, it was like, a, it was almost a food festival at yeah. that point. <laughs> and then, you know, hey, let's dry our seats off and go, mm-hmm. you know, watch a soccer match, uh, but just go around and see yeah. all those, you know, from Steve's Hot Dogs to Balkan to... yeah. Yeah. To, to even the uh, yeah the, the what's the gas station? Um, Wally's. Well, the oh, Wally's yeah. you know little market was packed out. It was, oh, it was yeah. cool to see. I love Wally's. They're yeah. great. They are great. It was cool to see and 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 bigger and better things for the season. Yeah. No, we're, we're we are not taking our foot off the gas. We're really excited about it. The team on the field, that you know, they're ready to go. They look good. Um, off the field, you know, always looking at. You know, new music, new entertainment, new food, um, new pregame stuff. So it's um, it's it's season two, and we're ready to go. Yeah, and still the supporter section, same place. Still, oh, still going to have the supporters on the fantastic. one side. Fantastic, they're growing like crazy because uh, now you know people are seeing this supporter culture and they want to get involved. So mm-hmm. they've added musicians and mm-hmm. um, you know younger kids that want to get mm-hmm. involved. So it's uh, it's really fun to see. Even the pregame stuff out on the streets, yeah, is awesome. It's great. Yeah, the experience matters, man. And and uh, you know like. Uh, I'm a St. Louisan through and through, so I like having things here that we're we're proud of, as we do. But as you mentioned, then we talked about this yesterday. 
we're old fashioned here in St. Louis. We're, we're slow to change. So the fact that you've like introduced and conditioned, like you said, like uh, people to be all about the tech and all that and make that a big part. Guys, we got every game I went to, there was uh, soccer is a sport where traveling fans, away fans come to different places. And when people come here to St. Louis and they get an experience that blows away their home stadium experience, mm-hmm. yeah. that is just yeah. like yeah. so freaking sweet for St. Louis. It's such yeah. a cool. Um, you know, just staple thing. And now we're in the CONCACAF Champions Cup. It's an international thing. We're going to have international traveling fans in City Park seeing how St. Louis does it. And I'm so stoked. I wish I could bottle up that first time I went because it was... We had worked at (laughs) Union Station for how many years? You know, when... when, A long long time. A long time. Yeah. Uh, And to see that stadium where we once worked and the first time I went, so we parked on the Union Station, walked over, and I went... Whoa. Yeah. Like that, that, honestly, my first, like, like a new city. Uh, w- whoa. You know, this wasn't here mm-hmm. a couple years ago when, when I came down here every day and got off yeah. that exit where the stadium is now. Yeah. And now that's there, this, this awesome, you know, thing we got downtown now. I, I wish I could bottle that up and feel that. Yeah. No, we get that we get that a lot, and I think you know seeing the the architecture and how it's changed the skyline and the food and the music and all this stuff. Pe- the people will say it doesn't feel like St. Louis inside there, and, and like our reaction is, but but it is like we have yeah. this right we here, this now. and we can be proud about it. So I, I love that that civic pride, or you know, tr- kind of look at it like it's a it's a tourism project to show others what we're about. Yeah, it's awesome. All right, so you have a rally coming up. We do big day today. Uh, we have a rally tomorrow okay. down at the Armory. So this is free to free to free to join. Very family friendly. It's midday, from one to three. The players will be there. Coach Carnell will be there. Um, we'll have things for kids to do. Funds of you know plenty of games and photo opportunities, um, autograph sessions. So it'll it'll we're trying to bring the city park festival experience into the Armory. You know it'll, I was at the Armory last Friday. It's cool. It's a cool. It's awesome. Cool it's space. an awesome space. Huge. Big screen, big space, lots of lots of room. Nice stage. Yeah, so it's uh, that'll be fun. That's tomorrow. But today, today we are uh, we're launching our new away kit. This is our away jersey. Okay, yeah. So if you don't know, if you're not a soccer nerd, <laughs> uh, an away kit is an away jersey. That's okay. right. Like this is what kit. the team will wear. They call it a kit. I don't know why. I like it. Think of kit. Kit is the full outfit. It's the shorts. It's the socks. It's it's the jersey. Mm-hmm. So today we're launching, we're launching a new jersey. So the as you know that that red that red has really stood out. It looks great on broadcast. It's, you see it around town. We're keeping the home jersey, Dude. but yeah. the new away jersey is, is right here. That's awesome. Sweet. We love it. It's uh, it's crisp. It's clean. You see that wave pattern that she's holding up there mm-hmm. is um, is built off of the confluence of the rivers, which is uh, represented on our St. Louis flag. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, the joining of the Missouri and Mississippi. So this little wave pattern here um, is an analogy of that. But what's really cool, and I'll show you mine right here underneath, is if you hold that up. Yeah. Every jersey, that wave pattern on the front is different on every single jersey. Oh, so oh it, wow. Oh, it, yeah. It Yours becomes a, a bit like a fingerprint where every, every fan has put their fingerprint on the club. So. Oh, yeah, cool. So it does. So if, even if you look at your fingerprint, yeah. like look at your thumbprint, it looks like the lines in your in your thumbprint. That's super cool. Oh, cool. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. So we really like that. Every Everyone over the last year and moving forward has so really no put the fingerprint on the cup. So no two jerseys are alike? No. 
cool. It's cool. That is really yeah. cool. It's cool. Well, I'm it's sure the, the guy who made those really <laughs> excited about that. <laughs> the patterns that had to be exactly. made, for sure. Yeah, really? Yeah, the guy who printed those are really excited <laughs> oh, about it. Oh, yeah, everyone's going to be different. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> That's cool. right. That's right. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be uh, fun. So that launches today. People can get it at the City Pavilion downtown and then tomorrow at the uh, the Fan Fest at the Armory. I love this stuff, man. So much, and we were talking yesterday, so much goes into this. You've been designing this one for two years. Yeah. Two years. Holy smokes. Yeah. And I love this, man. As as a soccer nerd, as you said, yeah. uh, every year, this is one <laughs> of my I favorite. I say that with love, guys. It's one of my <laughs> favorite preseason things. Anytime, uh, you know, like the preseason starts up, I'm like, oh, when when are they releasing kits? Like, yeah. I, I want to yeah, know. Yeah, this guy's got a kit boner right now. Uh, <laughs> dude, I have a closet <laughs> filled with yeah, different jerseys just because I'm like, oh, I can't I can't do without that one. That one totally trumps the last year's. I got to get this one. Yeah, yeah. I love that. And you've got, you know, it's the, it's the you know, City Red. It's the uh, Purina. Purina on the front, BJC on the, front. On the side, our two side. sponsors. Yeah, two local sponsors. This two is, local sponsors. It's great, man. And, uh, you know, the jersey is a fun fact. So, you know, the analogy of it's uh, the wave patterns from, the, you know, two rivers here that make up St. Louis. But the jersey itself is made out of 100% recycled plastics, um, which is super fun, high quality, but is a nod to, you know, some of the sustainability things we're doing at the stadium. Mm -hmm. Oh, Lauren's got great. a sustainability boner. I do. My sustainability <laughs> boner is through the roof right now, <laughs> which is excellent. I love that's that, awesome. Yeah, that you guys are taking a conscious effort over there. To zero make plastic, that zero waste. Yeah, it's yeah. really it's it's. But another one of those things that do it from the start, and it's it's a lot easier. So yeah. it's got the uh, city flag down there on the corner too, mm -hmm. you know, on the bottom. I just love all that. red, all red. All right, so see, you could see the players wearing the jerseys tomorrow at the Armory. It's the uh, the big uh, 2024 season kickoff event. Yep. And it's family friendly, free, one to three o'clock, and free. Yeah. And God's free. sakes. Wild. Yeah. Go down there. Support the team. Indoors, too. Indoors. Oh, nice. no from the elements. Yep. That's right. At the Armory, again, 1 to 3 o'clock. It's the 2024 season kickoff event. Um, congratulations and everything. We're all going to be at the stadium at some point this year. Totally. They, Can't wait. The entire city is going to be there. So. Yep. Let us know. Congratulations. Appreciate the support. Big week. Yeah, man. Thank you. Well, Thank well, you all. Well done on impressing everyone across the country last year. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. We're going to do it again. Yeah. Thank and you're you, welcome here anytime. That's uh, Matt Seaback, Chief are you ready to start a new life a new career centric is a training program that gets you ready for a new career in technology in just four months not four years four months now if you just got out of the military you're looking for a civilian job or even just trying to figure out what to do next centric's got you a lot of those skills you learned in the military will transfer to your new career in technology. Centric's classes also provide structure and a routine, which lead to a successful learning environment. 30% of Centric students are veterans. There's also instructors at Centric who served. You'll find camaraderie and a sense of community over there. You can use your GI Bill or VA benefits to fund your education. It's so easy. And Centric has dedicated and knowledgeable staff members helping you through the entire process. They train people from all backgrounds with little to no IT experience. New programs starting all the time. Let's get going. It all starts with you going to centric.com slash Riz, C-E-N-T-R-I-Q.com slash Riz. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, 
so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Friday Fail Stories are sponsored by Moritz Royce Jewelry, the official jeweler of the Rizzuto Show. All right, so we'll start with this story. 33-year-old Leif Heyman. He's an idiot. I'll just start. <laughs> I'll start by saying that. So this idiot from Las Cruces, New Mexico, looking at 10 years in prison for, uh, for trying to get his girlfriend's mom killed. Trying to kill off his girlfriend's mom. So Leif tried to hire a hitman to kill the woman. Hmm. Where did he go? Oh, that website. The one, are you? Hireahitman.com? Rentahitman.com. Yes, rent oh, my God. <laughs> Rentahitman.com. I'm so police. glad this site exists. And we've talked about this website before. Oh, God bless them, man. It's, it's a parody job. website. So Leaf tried to hire the hitman back in 2022 and submitted three service requests from the site. As in the past... The owner of rentahitman.com immediately forwards all requests to police. Now, the guy who created this website, uh, he originally bought the domain for the purposes of his website traffic uh, analysis service. Like, Hitman is a play on the word hit, meaning clicks on the website. Oh. What? Oh, no. That's yeah, not so, a cool origin story. It's wild. But, but that's but that's why that's he that's why he bought the domain. Yeah, yeah. Rent it. Like I will get you the hits. I'm the hitman. I'm the hitman. I'm the hitman. <laughs> you know what they call me on the internet? The, the hitman. hitman. That's why you hire me. Whoa. Maybe I shouldn't be called that. So Bob thinks Bob is the Bob Ennis is the guy who created the website. Uh, he thinks he saved around 150 lives as a result <laughs> of people genuine like genuinely going to the site looking for a real hitman. How wonderful. Crazy, dude. So Leif has uh, pleaded guilty to one count of interstate commerce facilities in the commission of murder for hire. Failed. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, you know, I, I know you guys know this. I, I know somebody that uh, that did that. And they, they hired some dude at the gym or something like that. And it was a cop. It was a cop. And it's just like, how, how do you get to a point? I knew this guy. 
How do you get to a point where you think that that is okay? In hey, any, I can't get my and, hands dirty. And then, I, I don't, I don't know, man. I, I'm, I, you know, I, I believe in second. But to chances. go to rentahintman.com, I mean, That's what I'm saying, but, yeah. but, but I, I believe in second chances and rehabilitation and all that kind of stuff. But like, you know, he's he's out, and it just makes me. I just feel I feel so I'm uh, so weird and confused. No, because there's there's certain lines that when you cross, they ain't coming back. But but this one is a line that you can come back yeah, from. He's out. No one he's, died. he's working. He's fine. He got his mind right. I understand, Nobody but, died, this, yes. but that's like attempted, but he wanted attempted to murder. But Dude, he, it's, it's not attempted murder. Yeah, because it was a. Uh, thank God it was a cop. A uh, 24-year-old guy from Pinellas Crazy. County, Florida, wow. spent one Tuesday afternoon a couple weeks ago riding his electric bike around St. Petersburg, like an a-hole. Aww. Uh, and you know those e-bikes, you know, almost like a dirt bike. Mm-hmm. Uh, and those things cook. They're fun. He was popping wheelies. <laughs> he was running through red lights. He was driving in oncoming traffic. And that's when police tried to get him off the road. A couple times he would stop in front of a police car, taunt them, curse at them, and then take off again. So this guy was asking about it. And he did this all, by the way, with a camera mounted onto the helmet he was wearing. Smart. What did he do with the footage of himself running from the cops? Well, I'm sure he hit it on his computer. Put it on YouTube. Oh. <laughs> he uh, titled the video, Cops Tried to Take Down Suron. And that's what ultimately allowed the police to identify John Gomez, who was taken into custody last Thursday, been charged with fleeing or eluding police, racing on a highway, failure to have a motorcycle endorsement on a driver's license, and threatening a law enforcement officer. <laughs> gotten away with it. <laughs> Idiots. That's so good. You know, every now and then, stupidity can actually lead to genius. Kind of. 25-year-old guy in Tennessee, Mark Cohort, busted last week for Joeing in public. Get this, he was enjoying himself at the Vanderbilt University Divinity Library. It's a nice library. That's a good library, Ooh, right? Yeah. Super, you see yeah. the lamps. Super turned on, this guy. Oh, man. Had to punish himself. Uh, somebody saw him watching porn, uh, called the cops. When they arrived, Mark was caught in the act. He wasn't even being covert about it. An officer tried to pull his hands uh, away to cuff him, which, God, I hope the I hope the officer was wearing gloves. <laughs> like, he was, he was in the middle of it, and it was, you know, Come on. Yeah. Mark was able to slip away because he had slip. lube on his hands. Oh, oh, no, dude. <laughs> nice. He was caught red-handed. But was able handed. was able to escape because his hands were also well lubricated. Oh, I mean, God. what in the world? They finally arrested him and he admitted, to, you know, I mean, he's caught doing it. Uh, he was also probably high on something. Officers found an M&M's tube near his computer, which had a glass pipe and tobacco inside. Uh, Mark charged with public indecency, resisting arrest, and trespassing. Fail. Slippery little fella, huh? Yeah. <laughs> now, we've seen people get back together again, even after a divorce. Uh, but I don't think you're bouncing back from this one. Guy in central Pennsylvania is facing charges after he stole his father-in-law's life savings and then went on a spending spree. Son-in-law, 29-year-old Andrew Brooker from Altoona which is about halfway between Pittsburgh and Harrisburg. So last February, he called the cops to report a break-in, claimed somebody stole his father-in-law's safe with $2 million inside. Oh, yeah. 
Cops immediately suspicious. So, kept an eye on him. Notice started making some big purchases after, after, <laughs> right after the theft. Well, here's an IOU. I mean, that's pretty even though good. Andrew, good old Andy, was unemployed, he managed to buy a new ATV and a brand new Harley. What? Ha! Huh. Hey, check out my Dodge Challenger Demon. I got it right here. Somebody done robbed <laughs> this Uncle guy. Tony. This guy. This guy. He'd go and buy stuff for, let's say, like 30 bucks, pay a $100 bill, and go keep the change. Yeah. This guy. No, Hard earned, man. This, this guy, yeah. That's not hey. a joke? No. <laughs> no. This is the Dumb and Dumber situation right here. Thanks, Barn. <laughs> there the you go. <laughs> He'd always pay in cash, and that, of course, turned out to be his undoing. Dude, it is the dumb and dumber thing. When Lloyd's walking around, yep. you know, like just like just hundreds to everybody. And then he's got the briefcase full of IOUs. Yep. So the father in law good if the father in law had been saving up for decades and most of the money was in older style bills. Employees at stores confirmed he used old bills that smelled old and musty. Mm. Turns out Andrew and his wife were in the middle of a divorce when all this went down, and he used a bunch of the money to quote, take care of his new girlfriend. Hey, doesn't all money kind of smell old and musty though? I mean, I mean, new, new bills smell like new bills. Yeah, yeah, but everything else. It's either new or it's dying. Mm. And it's, you know, it's been, mm. it's, you feel like it's been around the country a time mm -hmm. or two. Well, so Andrew finally arrested, theft and a bunch of other charges. His new girlfriend also arrested because it turns out she knew mm. where the money came from. Thankfully, it sounds like police were able to recover most of the money. Um <sighs> But in under a year, so the, so the father-in-law saved up $2 million. In, in under a year, he blew through at least 140000 Saved up $2 million cash. in cash. Cash. Failed. Eh, you know. It's an interesting... I don't know. Yeah, that's... No, I don't. Is he... Hmm. I mean... There's a lot more going on. But also, I thought we learned you're not supposed to just bury the money in the yard. He had another safe. Doesn't have a good return. Man, having $2 million in one place is kind of... Yeah, um, my $2 million are spread out everywhere. Yeah, that's smart. <laughs> I don't have it in that's one smart. place. Yeah. That's smart. Uh, hundreds of years ago, Methodists were named for what? Uh, method. Method. The methodical way methodical. in which they carried out their Christian faith. It has nothing to do with methamphetamines. Oh, okay. Uh, nothing, right? I apologize. A 63-year-old Methodist pastor in Connecticut named Reverend Herbert Miller, old Herb Miller, was arrested last Friday after police found meth in his car while he was driving. <laughs> he also had a suspended registration. Now, according to the state police, members of the community alerted them of a, quote, suspicious incident involving Reverend Miller. It's unclear what that was, but that's how the cops zeroed in on him. It's Miller time. The Reverend had meth in both rock and liquefied forms. Uh, there was also a needle prepared for injection. He was the pastor at the Woodbury United Methodist Church, but they have removed him from the website. The church has not commented. Failed. Wait, meth can be smoke, liquid, and solid? Wow. Is there anything meth can't do? I mean, is there anything <laughs> really meth cool. can't it's, do? Yeah, it's the blue jeans of, wow, how Man. cool is that? <laughs> That is really Sorry, neat. Good for meth. Good for meth. Good for meth. Uh, we got a couple more for you. A 43-year-old guy in Florida named uh, Jonathan Whitesides was arrested after he drunkenly drove up to a sheriff's substation on Sunday. 
He's a mechanic for the local school board. And it all started when he was hauling an airboat and it fell off his trailer right in front of the station. Some cops took notice and saw that he appeared drunk. Before they could nab him, Jonathan left the scene, but later came back with another guy named James. The two started arguing. Cops come out. <laughs> One deputy tried to get James to calm down, but then Jonathan took an aggressive stance towards him, charged him, yelled at his face. Jonathan arrested. <laughs> yelled at his face. <laughs> two breath samples showed his breath, uh, breath alcohol content was 0.334 and 0.307. That's way over the legal threshold of 0.08. So... So now you get arrested for just having a good time? I guess so. In Florida. An airboat, is that also called a plane? No, man. Airboat's no, an airboat's the one with from, a fan. Yeah. It's just, That's a fan boat. <laughs> oh, man. Maybe you're right. It's a fan. What it's the hell's an airboat? Airboat. Airboat. Air oh, is, is that the one that has like a, like a, like a mattress underneath it? It's like a cushion? It. It's like an air mattress. Oh, man. And it oh. has a fan. Fan boat's on a swamp, man. Airboat no. is... Uh, also got a fan on it. An airboat is exactly what we thought it was. Okay. It's the big I'm fan sorry, on the back. What the hell's a fan boat? It's just got it's a lot of yeah. maybe it's the same thing. Of, it's the something. old ver. It's like the steamboat version where you had to turn it yourself. Yeah, hey, I don't see, have my an airboat boat jargon airboat? with me on a Friday. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's what I. That's the big what I was fan. Thinking yeah. Of. Hey, whatever okay. happened to those things though? Because we had a couple of remote control ones. Remember they were called. Uh, oh, what the heck were they? Yeah, called? they had the little rubber. Yeah, it was like, like a cushion that puffed up with air. It was like an air mattress. Or tre- um, oh, really? Yeah. It was a fan boat, but it was instead of just being a sheet of metal underneath, it was uh, it was a big old inflatable. inflatable? You don't remember these things? Uh-uh. Yeah, it was I like, do. That was, that was supposed to be the next bit of, of, of transportation because it could go on water and land. Yeah, remember, Don't you remember were, um, this? Oh, my God. It was it was like the coolest thing when you were eight years old. Because like, that was great. the future. They did. I remember History Channel had a huge thing about those boats, and it's, um, why did I forget the name of that? It's got the know, big, it yeah, anyways. Finally, finally in your Friday fail stories, it's hard, it's hard to imagine. Hovercraft. Hovercraft? Hovercraft. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. right, yeah. a hovercraft. Yeah. Now, it's hard to imagine a criminal thinking that this would be a good idea, but here we are. 23-year-old guy from Michigan broke into a county jail with a knife and then began to break into an ATM in the Bond lobby area. <laughs> this is an ATM... At the jail. Yep. <laughs> Nobody's going to get me here. <laughs> yeah. They would least, right? Right. Nobody, no, no one would be stupid enough to do this. That's. I know what I'll do. I'll go to the jail and I'll rob the ATM there. So corrections deputies saw him, called the police when they noticed he had a knife. It's unclear if the knife was meant to intimidate people or if it was used to somehow cut into the machine or something. In any event, uh, they trapped him inside by locking the exterior doors electronically uh, which was possible. You know why? Because it's a jail. Yep. <laughs> All these doors lock. Uh, the cops came and arrested him, and he was escorted, escorted into the jail, which was down the hallways. <laughs> At least it was a short fail. Yeah. Hey, you saved the taxpayers a lot of money, so thank you. All right, those are your Friday <laughs> fail stories. Yep, those hovercrafts. Hovercrafts. Right. Look at these. Yeah, things, that man. was the future. What happened? Yeah, to I don't know. The future is now, and we don't have those <laughs> everywhere. I thought I'd be, everybody was going to be driving to work in those <laughs> yeah, things. Yeah, right. I honestly did. All right, we got to take a break. The Rizzuto Show, traffic and weather. Right, we'll come back. Uh, we'll get to uh, some of your Friday emails. Hey. 
Hey, this is Gary Valentine, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. All right, just, uh, just a couple things here. Um, we announced it yesterday that the John Hughes experience will be playing at Riz Show Live. So if you're going uh, to see us make fools of ourselves, make sure you stick around after we're done with our stage thing. The John Hughes experience will be playing after. Very excited about that. I'm going to be dancing. It's going to be a good time. Yeah, you'll be dancing, maybe doing singing, maybe singing. Actually, I was on the phone yesterday with Kevin Gagnepain, and uh, he goes, yeah, you have to get up there and sing with us. I go, okay. Wow. Did, did you ask him if I could sing too? No, we oh. weren't talking about you. Oh. <laughs> oh. I'm sure we're all invited. <laughs> no, no, you cannot sing. Kevin, yes, Kevin Gagnepay said specifically, do not let Scott Yeah, sing I know. with the, this band. Yeah, yeah I, I, I tell I you understand. what, you don't want to hear that. Oh, I do want to hear it. Oh. And the people, the sold-out pageant wants to the hear it. The people demand it? Yep. No, you don't want none of that. You don't want none of that. But those, you know, we talked about it yesterday. Like, it's an all-star band. It's guys from Stir. It's guys from The Urge. Mm-hmm. The best of the best. John Hughes experience. So it's all, like, 80s. The 80s music you love. Yeah, John Hughes, the director. Think about all the soundtracks from the 80s of movies that were iconic. You're going to hear some of that. Yeah, that'll be fun. All right, tell me before we get to emails here. Is this normal behavior or nah? So normal or nope? Is it uh, is it normal to uh, only get out of bed if the minutes are even, like uh, six fourteen? Whoa, six sixteen. I've never heard of that. Ooh, that's like another like six fifteen is right out. That's kind of an obsessive compulsive disorder. Yeah, that's level right? two. That's dude. Wild. I, I'm okay with it. It's is it normal. is it normal? It's, it's not, not normal. It's not normal. Well, and I would get out of bed like ah oh, the fifteen after. You know what I'm saying? Or yeah. or twenty five yeah. or thirty. I, I don't know. That to me would be when I would get out of bed more than. I'll the do that. Events. Where it's okay, right at four o'clock, four zero zero. I'm getting up, and then at four fifteen, I finally get out of bed. So that's go. what I, I make a hard stop right now. Okay. I think, it's, I think it's an unhealthy thing for you to do this to society. Because there's a bunch of people going, oh man, maybe that makes sense. Maybe that makes. And you're you're, you're, you're you just you. handed that problem to people. Ah, I'm thinking about it now. Okay, it's not normal behavior, okay? Okay. Is it uh, normal behavior to order multiple rounds of chips and salsa at a Mexican restaurant? When the mood strikes? For sure, dude. Yeah. Or you're like, ooh, one one basket. No. Are we just having drinks? You need more. If it's Margarita Monday, it's endless chips and queso. But we do have an entree coming. Oh, yeah. If the entree's coming, no. We do have an entree. We ordered an entree. It don't matter. Some of those chips are there. I mean, some of those chips are the best thing you're going to get that night. Yeah. I mean, there are some places where I think if you if you say the name, I'll think of the chip, mm-hmm. the the free chip, and you know who I'm thinking of right now. I don't want to say it. Oh, what place? I'm I don't want to make it sound like the chips are the best thing on the menu, but the chips are the best thing on the. You talking about Rosalitas right now? You got me, dude. You got me. Hacienda? Are they the yeah. thin chip? There, I don't know, man. They're just like the they're, perfect salt. They're airy. Like, yeah, they're airy, but they're but they're also like a like a perfect thickness. There's a good salt to them, and their and their their salsa is not a chunky salsa. Dude, Typically, I, I, I love like, their salsa. A blended their salsa, salsa is so it's dope. It's thin, it's oh. thin, and I love it. You it's like thin. a watery salsa? I well, do. Oh, with that mm. chip, and that, that that's I don't Hacienda's love chunky that salsa. Good. I don't either. I, I love a Rosalita's chip though, and it's quite thin. Like they break it. Yeah, they, they break it. So um, my uh, I've said this before. My father-in-law. Uh, at his uh, what was it, college football thing, I forget what we were over there for, but um, he had on the border. That's the brand, you know, on the border. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But their cafe style chip, 
And I think the reason I love it is because it's the closest thing you can get. It is. That's a, to that's ones we get at home. It's the, it's the hacienda chip. That's the chip we get at home. Those it, are the brown That's bag the chip chips. of the Riz household. I think they thought South I was. Of the border. I think they thought I was joking, and I, I was making a big deal about the chip. You know, like like I was trying to, you know, impress my father-in-law. And I was like, hey, these are great. Thank no, you for getting these. Sell, I was making a big the deal. Hacienda salsa, like at Schnucks, mm-hmm. like at the grocery store. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. good. Get those. Well, there's the, a on the great spot. Right across from the, the New York Pizza Company there in the Valley, the uh, Mexican restaurant. Right Spinos? Across, yes. Spinos. Their chip is such high-quality, yummy, perfect chip. It's pretty awesome. I thought I was going to get arrested. At a Spinos? At a Spinos. Yeah. My, my son was like maybe two. Mm-hmm. And they used to have like, uh, I, again, I haven't been there since this incident. Um, but they had like a green, like a green hot sauce. On the table, it was like it looked. Uh, it looked like fluorescent green. Yeah. For mm-hmm. a kid, you know, it was like I want to try that. You know, I want to try that. I mean, dude, you don't want this, man. It's hot. Mm-hmm. You don't want none of this. You don't want none of this. And he but, insisted. Yeah, it's New Mexico salsa. He insisted the green salsa. I dare you. The green hot sauce in the bottle. Oh, the green hot sauce in the bottle. Green hot sauce yeah. in the bottle. I'm sorry. Green hot sauce that in the bottle. I thought we were talking salsa. Yeah, that one. Green brand. hot sauce in the bottle. And he just kept reaching for it. And again, he's he's one and a half, maybe two. Yeah. He's, he, he's probably still not allowed to have honey or strawberries. Right. <laughs> At this point. No and peanut butter. You're giving him Verde hot I know. Sauce. I, told him, I told him no. I kept saying no. And he insisted. I go, fine. He insisted. Here we go. He's one and a half years old. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Teach his boy a lesson. Here we go. So I put a, a drop or two on the corner of a chip. Oh, no. Here you go. <laughs> Here you go. You should have been arrested. What happened to him? And it was it was delayed reaction. It was Aww. it was ooh, okay. And then just screaming. I bet. <laughs> screaming You're... in the middle of the restaurant. I, everybody, people came out from the back. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you were new to the that's, world, that's, and you oh, your first awesome. hot sauce People came out from the back. Uh, I thought they were going to call Child Protective Services. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I mean, it was your first run at being a dad, so I mean. <laughs> How did I get out of it? I I said, how could you? This is a little boy. How could you have such a hot sauce on the? Oh, I thought you were going to blame your wife. No. Oh. oh, man. No, I had to take him outside to calm him down. It was fine. Kid loves hot sauce now. There you go. See, it works. It started, started him early. There, yeah. Yeah. If the parents like it, the kids should. Oh, Chevy's Chevy's chips and salsa. Oh, that place. I don't remember And that, that. corn. Remember, they, they have the sweet corn at Chevy's. Yeah, you know, Schnucks does sell the Hacienda chips. They, they, are, they are bagged. Mm-hmm. They do bag them. I know, but... I don't want them. Mm. I kind of, I, I don't want, I don't want them any different than fresh, kind of hot on the table. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So I'll just go, I'll just go, I'll go cheapy and I'll do the uh, on the border. Yeah. Uh, uh, Yuko Teco. All right, normal or uh, or eh? When you walk around a lake, do you always walk to the right if you like counterclockwise? I don't notice. Depends. What, if you walk to the left, if you walk left clockwise, it just feels not right. What about Creef Core Lake? Though? Well, uh, it just feels wrong because it's really, it's technically not right. It's left. It's but. left. I was going to say I go left. Wait. It depends on the lake because there's one out in Chesterfield. I go to the right. The one, and then no, Creef Core, I go to the left. If, no, if you Creef Core Lake, you walk to the right. Depends on the lake. You go under the bridge and you come around. You go the long way. Then I always walk around a lake back to the... going right. Looking at the lake, you go right. Left is wrong. <laughs> I'm sorry. I kind of I I see what you're saying. Except for when you're fishing. 
I'm, I'm putting myself in some of my favorite fishing lakes, and I always go left. Fishing, it doesn't matter, because yeah. fishing, you're just gonna, if you're going to go to your spot, you go the quickest way. And those here's why are matter. where? What's that? You never tell anybody oh, where you're fishing. If you are walking around a lake, you walk right, not left. No, I'm going left. Yeah, because Creek Court, you, the experience is far more exciting if you go left first. Through the woods? Because the, the, the way the, the bridges line. work and everything, yeah. they bounce out better. Okay, and if you you're go, right. I'm, I'm picturing Coup Four Lake. You do walk left first. All right, now. Yeah, because it is cool. so But I cool. want to vomit the entire way. <laughs> that experience <laughs> is so much nicer, yeah. You can't go Depends on where you park. The other yeah. way is the boring route that's And your you handedness. Finish. you got to be ready for those fish flying at you. Okay, mm-hmm. so Creep Core Lake is the exception. Okay. Any other lake to the right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, when was the last time you had microwave popcorn? Besides in the silicone container, like the bag. Uh, a couple months ago. I call it cancer bag because that stuff is so bad for you. You know, the bag is so bad. And But for some reason, we had some, and it, it appeared on the counter. I was like, who did this? Who cooked the cancer bag popcorn? This stuff is awful. Can I have like, some? Oh, okay, so when you when you uh, got the uh, the bag mm-hmm. and you're done, has anybody ever licked the bag? Up? Ew. Oh, Why are you doing thinking? Hi- yeah, when I was a single guy, college days. Yeah, okay. What? That's about the only dinner I could afford, so. You mean the butter, the butter on the inside of the bag. Yeah, yeah, you stick of the bag. your finger in there. I'm you... not a savage. I, you know, I hate bagged popcorn like that. It smells your just your house smells gross for weeks. This show, I has love popcorn. Me from that. I do too, but I like kettle corn that I buy in the bag where it doesn't smell. Oh, you don't popcorn at your house? Nah. <gasps> My wife is the right? best at it. She makes the best popcorn. You ever do the stovetop pop? That's oh, what she does. Oh yeah, yeah we've, I've done that uh, in the in a big. Now that now that we have that silicone container, yeah, we do that a lot. But you got to have the nice the nice kernels, you know. And we ran out pretty quick because we went through those every week. The uh, Ellen Olia, uh, Ellie yeah, and Ollie, Ellie and Ollie, great. Yeah. Or Ella, Ella and Ella, Ollie, Ella and Ollie, Ella and which are local. Yeah, which again you can Stuff buy them. It's great. It's the best. Mm-hmm. Perfect popping. But there's like a silicone container with a with a lid mm-hmm. and you put it in you put the kernels in the bottom yeah a little uh i use avocado oil a little bit just a splash fancy like maybe two and a half maybe three minutes in the microwave you gotta wait you gotta listen don't walk away <laughs> you gotta listen for that last kernel popping and then you pull it or else if you go like five seconds too long that whole thing burns and you might as well throw it out Ugh. somebody makes pop bagged popcorn here all the time stinks up the whole station mm-hmm. uh normal or uh eh. I eat mac and cheese with hot dogs and sometimes put ketchup in there, too. They, cu- they cut the hot dog up, put it in the mac and cheese? Is that what yeah, and then put ketchup on it. That's an yeah. 80s mom move right there. That's somebody that just, that's a comfort food, I mm-hmm. bet. Yeah. Not normal. Yeah, I don't think that's... Not normal? Mm-mm. I've heard hot dogs cut up in mac and cheese. Yeah, when you're four. Yeah, when you're four. Nah, dude. So when you get older, you just don't do the cheap hot dogs. You do like those, like a uh, big old chicken brat. Yes, yes, the chicken sausages. Yeah, and they're all those infused kind of with like herbs. Yeah, the, the green speckles, uh, and sometimes I got cheese. Dude, them. I'm two months in off the bird. I'm triggered. <laughs> <laughs> so hot put, wings at Super Bowl, chicken sausage. You put that in a high end mac and cheese, and you put some. Um, I have this like a. It's like a chipotle something or other uh, dusting. It's like it's like a seasoning. You know, like a like a steak seasoning yeah. kind of thing. You put that in there, and you mix that in, and make it a little hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Right, what about uh, normal Damn. normal or nah, <laughs> peanut butter on bread dunked in milk? No, absolutely not. I'm disgusted. Nah. Gross. I don't like dunked anything. I don't dunk my cookies. I'm not dunking my breads. I'm sorry. No, <laughs> Chips and salsa? Pull it me off. <laughs> Chips and salsa? What about 
What about yeah, a cheese? Yeah, straight liquid. I'm not dunking it in straight liquid. Oh. But, you know, sauce is not straight liquid. Because bread, cheese bread sandwich, sandwich tomato liquid, soup. chips. I mean, cookies. Okay, now that is a different thing. See? Well, well, why? Because the bread is toasted. Be- and and, and also, reason, tomato soup is not a beverage. Yeah, it is. It's not. Yeah, this it's is hot. not. It's it soup. is for it's different. you, boozers. I'm not drinking, because I don't like, you dunk it, and then there's crummies in there, and now you're drinking it, and now the, you're choking on the crummies. Oh, no, that's that's kind of, it's like cereal water. Nah, no, I'm not doing mm. that either. I mean, cereal milk. Mm. No, absolutely not. I don't do All that right. one, but I get it. Let's uh, let's do some emails. <laughs> uh, Ratio1057thepoint.com. Right. Emails brought to you by Kloss Furniture, lowest prices guaranteed. We have something for everybody. Hey, Riz Show. Hey. Hi. I'm a podcast listener. I just finished listening to the February 13th podcast. You got to send the No Reason Boner discussion, the NRB discussion, as the Riz Show's Missouri Broadcaster Association submission for this year. Oh, wow. It would make me so happy. Submissions are due, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, just a thought. They're due soon, I think. Um, yeah, I thought yeah. we had one. We do, but that's not a bad. I think we do, but that was a heck of. That was listen, a that was solid. educational, and a I lot of times. We had one that when I was bowing down to the committee. The MBAs yeah. are all about we education. Do have that one saved. Remember the year before I trashed the committee and I said it's a sham. Mm-hmm. The Missouri Broadcast Association is a right. sham. Yeah. And then this year I want to submit that they're you know oh bow down. <laughs> I welcome our Missouri Broadcast Association. <laughs> Member uh, overlords. Oh, was that our was that our submission? I think. Well, last year was the, me trashing them. We've saved a couple different ones this year. The NRB ain't, ain't bad because no, I'm telling you, dude, we call. have been flooded with NRB emails. I'll just get to the next one. Hey, all. When you were all talking about NRBs earlier this week, I was thinking, hmm, have I ever seen a guy with an NRB before? And then I realized that uh, I didn't realize it happened that often in public for guys. Then I remembered an incident from when I was 18, when I was training for the lifeguard Olympics. Yes, the same exact story you read on the air, only my story is from the female lifeguard's perspective. We were practicing rescues with a possible neck injury, and we were using a backboard to get the victim out of the water. I was tasked to dive in and get the victim on his back, while a male lifeguard, who was my boyfriend at the time, assisted with strapping him on the board. Once we got the, quote, victim on the board and started taking him out of the water, this kid, NRB. Uh, Everyone started laughing, but surprisingly, no one called him out on it. I think we were all mortified for the guy. I was just being naive and thought, ah, maybe the water brushed him in the wrong way. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. That, that could happen. The wind yeah. could blow the wrong way. My memory of the story differs a little only because I don't remember Speedos at all, um, and it took place at night. Could this be a coincidence? What are the chances that this happened multiple times? Who I bet practices, you it happens a lot. Who hmm. practices lifeguard duties that often? Needless to say, I wasn't assigned to the backboard portion of our big day at the competition. Uh, thanks for bringing awareness to NRBs, Aaron. <laughs> wow, NRB Awareness Week yep. on the race. Well, listen, maybe... All right, so we're doing the Lord's work here. First mm-hmm. of all, there's, there's, I'm, I'm sure there's teenagers there's driving to school listening to us, and they're going, there. "Oh, I feel so much better that I'm not alone." Because there's one thing I'm telling you, we didn't talk about this stuff when we were kids, right? When it was happening, like you thought, you, I mean, it is one of the most terrifying and isolating experiences I ever. Know. You're just out of your mind, scared. Should we submit that? <laughs> yeah, either that or the butt hurt game from this week, because that was pretty epic too. <laughs> like somebody from our staff. Pulled the butt hurt game from this week and put it at 1057thepoint.com because they wanted to see it again. But maybe the educational part of the No Reason Boners well, we didn't will just, resonate yeah. with the committee. Well, and it wasn't just that. We talked about, like, the female side, too, of things with with, with young people getting their periods and that all right, well, whole Scott, thing all right, well. cut it down and, and cut it down to, what, five minutes? Uh, usually it's five minutes. Okay. All right, so cut it, cut it down. Cut out the, the fat. 
Okay. And maybe we'll I'll listen. I'll submit that. All right. We'll see. Maybe an NBA is on our on you know going to be another NBA on our mantle. Yep, we're going to get one this year. When was the last time we won? It's been a while. It's been a long it's time. Because we keep we keep submitting like joke things. Uh huh. Well, one was like five minutes of farts. Yeah, but, but but don't forget that we won one for uh, the uh, the nipple um, shockers yeah, on when, my nuts. Yeah, yeah when what? we shocked Moon's nuts, <laughs> we won one year. What? Yeah, a couple years ago we just submitted. Shock? It was basically Wait. five minutes of farting. Wait a minute, were the nipple shockers like a sex toy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you did it on your that ball we sack. ordered and we did it here and then we did it. And there. We broke them. Yeah. Did it hurt more on the nutsack versus? Yes. Okay. They did. <laughs> uh, next. <laughs> uh, stay, <laughs> staying with the education. Learn, there ain't a thing I wouldn't do for the show. Anyways, uh, good morning, uh, fellas and learn. I was yeah. watching Moon's new video and it started me down a Greek fire rabbit hole and realized I didn't have any other music downloaded. I always just stream it or watch it on YouTube. That got me wondering what is the most beneficial way to the artist to consume their work? Streaming, YouTube vids, or actual paid downloads? Thanks and happy Friday. To be honest, man. Hiring Moon to come to your house and sing the songs. That's yes, probably that, the best. That's the best way. Uh, to be honest, you know, like YouTube stuff versus this versus that, I think it depends on the band. I think it depends on what they own as far as the music goes. And it depends. How much do you listen to it? If you listen to it all day, every day, then the spins will probably yep. end up paying more, but not really. Um, but, I mean, the best way to support a band is to buy their merch and go to their buy shows. Buy a T-shirt. That's the yeah. only thing we can even get close to making money out of it. Yeah, you want to support your band, buy a T-shirt, go to their show. Listen, I've got hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of millions of spins on Spotify, which has only existed the last How decade. How cool is that? But I'm still waking up at 3 a.m. <laughs> oh. oh. I'm, just, I'm just trying to give some perspective. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it takes how many, like, if you get a million spends, you only get like a thousand bucks, right? Yeah, that you got to split three or four ways, and right. that's after uh, 40% is gone for taxes, and you got a manager, and you got a this, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, it's not what you think it is when you just add up simple numbers. All right, next. So, support a band by going to their shows. <clears throat> uh, good morning, dudes. Hey. <laughs> Terry. Terry. What's up, Terry? I got neighbors that are. Damn near headline who's worthy that are awful to live next to. Unknown how many people actually live in this house. There are at least seven kids ranging from 6 to 19. Constantly unsupervised. Broke down, tore apart cars in the driveway, trash in the yard, blasting music, teenagers racing up and down my mm. small street all the time. Cops constantly over there, but nothing ever seems to happen. All of this I can live with, but the thing I hate the worst is there are two large dogs that constantly roam. These dogs are a-holes, constantly barking, <laughs> crapping in other people's yards. Tried talking to them, but these are not Maybe neighbors. Maybe it's time to move. The type, uh, the type that are ready to take shirts off and throw down in the front yard for telling them that they are wrong. Oh, yeah. uh, we have no HOA, and again, cops are called, but nothing ever seems to happen. I know I'm not the only neighbor on the street. The rest of the people on the street are either older, older very friendly, or they keep quiet. Any advice on what to do besides moving? Oh, well, because that's not an option right now. Learn what would you do? Cops are not doing anything. Well, my old neighbor in Maplewood had two big old dogs that peed all over my yard and my plants and pooped in our yard and bit me one time as I was riding my bike. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you just got to move. I, there's no other real way around it. I or you get bigger dogs. <laughs> oh, good call. Well, wow, that is a. You go out and get bigger dogs. That's something to tackle. What if these are giants? Or you try well, to outweird There's them. always a bigger dog out there. Maybe start doing stuff on your own and see what happens, like some real it weird just seems, stuff. Obviously, if the cops not doing anything, you don't have an HOA. What are you going to do? Animal yeah. control, maybe for the dogs. There's nothing you, you can do. You do the living privacy fence where you get the shrubs to grow about 30 feet in the air. You block out any view. You 
There's nothing do you best. could do I, unless, a, you know, you fortify your house, you, yeah, you build a wall. I mean. This is the risk that we run. It's yeah. just the gamble of any place that you go to. It doesn't matter county, yeah. city, country, whatever. Uh, I had a friend growing up in middle school, and the only reason I didn't go to high school with him is because this guy hated his neighbor so bad. I only knew him as my friend's older dad. Mm -hmm. And it was like all I knew of this guy is how much he hated his neighborhood. And then one day. They moved. One day, Danny says, hey, man, I probably ain't going to see you while I'm not going to school next year. I said, why? He goes, uh, dad found some land where no one is near it, and he's building a house, and we're leaving. <laughs> hey, maybe that's the best thing. Where are you going, dad? <laughs> he saved Lucky. his whole life so he could get away from where they were. And I they mean, were in a sweet you neighborhood. Could try to, yeah. I mean, you could try to out-hoos the Hoosiers, but then that's all thing, too. Yeah. You know what we're dealing with at our house right now is we live on a normal you know, street, but our neighbor has... I'm not exaggerating, 15 cars parked in front. And there's only a couple of people that live there. So I don't know if he collects these cars. And he has them parked. There's They're rolling six deep in the driveway. And then there's like four cars or however many outside on the actual road. And now he's starting to park them in front of our house. Okay. So this is how Dennis Rizzuto, my dad, would handle that situation. Let's go Dennis. Yeah. Okay. okay. And I love him. You know, I miss him dearly every day. Right. But this logic does not make any sense. <laughs> so on our street... Somebody parked an RV. Uh-huh. Okay. And the RV was tough to make a turn onto the street. I, I know. I remember this. This is gnarly. Okay. Turn, so. Buckle up. What my father decided to do, and he was fed up with it. The, the person wouldn't move it. He had gone over there and like, you got, you can't park your RV here. You can't make the right turn onto the street. Mm -hmm. Like you're, people got to swing wide now because of you. And there's a chance that somebody could, you know, go head first into you, you know, head on. So Dennis, in the middle of the night, gets up and pulls all the tire stems out. Oh, and flattens all four, all four tires on well, the RV. Now it can't move. Yeah, that that's makes what it I easier. said. <laughs> right, I'm not gonna be doing that. No, I hate this thing there. here. What Let's are you make doing? it here forever. It's so annoying. And the like, I people. thought you were gonna hotwire it and move it. Right. But you pulled out all the stems, the tire stems. Now what, Dennis? <laughs> Now what? Oh now the thing is going to be there until they replace all all the tires. Oh jeez! Pretty much a felony, I would say. Like because you need new tires. I don't know if you can put the stem. I don't know. I don't think you can put those. How do you get really? the stems? Like with a pair of pliers. With a Golly. pair of pliers, okay. And I'm shocked. No, nothing hit him. You know, like nothing burst and. Oh no, he was good like that. Okay. He was. Oh, they, they, I mean, there was a time there somebody's breaking our mailbox. <laughs> happened like happened like. Uh, <laughs> Happened that happened like a couple times. And this, is the, yeah. this is the bushes. Yeah, and I I was working at Chrysler. I was working the overnights. I came home in the middle of the night from work, and my dad was like in the bushes <laughs> with a metal rebar, oh, like a giant man. like metal rebar. I go, what are you doing? Oh man. He goes, I'm going to catch these mother effers. And he goes, when I catch them, I'm going to take the metal rebar. I'm going to shove it through the radiator in the front of their car. Oh, my God. Go, All no. right, carry on. Just uh, went inside. R.I.P. Dennis. I just went inside. Man. He did like, catch them. He did? Oh, yeah. And? Did he Chased him down. He got in his wow. car, and the chase was on. Man. Oh, man. So, all right. We got to take a break. Thank you for your emails. We'll come back with Sports. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. He was the best. There's other, uh, there's other stories, too. Maybe one day.
everybody. This is Chip Carey. You're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. All right, welcome back to the program. So, you know, there's, there's a joke that, uh, that people make about historically bad sports franchises. Like, oh, you're a Cleveland Browns fan? Well, you must drink a lot. I think we all heard that, right? Yep. So a company that makes mobile smartphone breathalyzers, they got a ton of volunteers to submit voluntary blood alcohol readings as they watch their NFL teams from last September through January. So in all, they got more than 28,000 unique blood alcohol content tests. And surprisingly, the Browns fans were in the middle of the pack. Hmm. But in the end, so here's what they were looked up. Which NFL fans drink the most? Hmm. In the end. Hmm. Eagles fans. Yeah, I'm going to say Philadelphia. Wait, so is this per game? I mean, they're, they're just going by game. So you got to think about somebody that's packing it out. No, just I mean, just through, so through the se- so through September through January. The beer sales, they're alcohol No, no, sales. like actually people, no, actually people drinking. Like oh. they had people submit blood alcohol content tests. Oh, okay. So who's drinking the most? Man. So what would fan Green base Bay? drinks the most and what fans drink the least? Yeah, would it be cold? Gotta be cold, right? Like Bill's, I guess Buffalo maybe is numero uno. It's not even outside. It's inside too. This I'm going is fans. Philly. Philly drinks the most and... Philly, not in the top five. Well, you don't know where. Maybe it's like the party cities like Jacksonville or something. The Seahawks. No. Seattle. No. Congratulations. The fan base, the football fan base that drinks the most. Congratulations to the Tennessee Titans. Tennessee Titans fans drink the most average blood alcohol content of 0.09%. Maybe they're just the smallest. Well, they're building six-story bars there. (laughs) <laughs> Maybe they're physically just small. Are they? People. Are they in Nashville? <laughs> yeah. Are the t- the Titans are in Nashville? <clears throat> I mean, it's a party city. And think of all the bars there are like multi floored. Yeah, they're getting places. drunk before. This is blood alcohol. This isn't like you know per beer per. This is blood alcohol content. This is drinking during the games. Okay. Or uh, before. I mean, that's gonna have a have a. It's, it, they submit. They submitted the readings as they watched the games. Okay. As they watched. Tennessee Titans, Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay. Good job. Colts, Falcons, Saints. Wow, yep. interesting. Nice. Kind of in a, I mean, not really a cluster, but, you know, somewhat in the. All those fans had an average blood alcohol content of 0.08% or higher, which is generally above the legal limit to drive. Now, the fan bases that drink the least, congratulations, the Kansas City Chiefs. Damn. Wow. The least. <laughs> the least. Responsible crew over there. I like it. Followed by the Commanders, the Giants, the Ravens, and the Chargers, L.A. Chargers. I figured it'd be the Rams or something because there's five people in the stands. Remember, remember, these are mobile readings, so they weren't necessarily taken at a stadium or bar, so there's no reason to think they were driving. But and, and since anything football seems to involve Taylor Swift these days, they also check the blood alcohol level of uh, Swifties, mm-hmm. the average Swiftie. Um, they drink more than Chiefs fans but less than Titans fans. So if Swifties were an NFL fan base, they would rank 20th with an average blood alcohol content of 0.067%. That's just behind the Bengals and just more than the Bills, if you could believe that. So Interesting. I don't know. Take that information, put it in your pocket. Okay. Whatever you want to do with it, that's fine. All right, here's sports. The Rizzuto Show. Sports. All right, Moon, what do you got? Sports brought to you by DraftKings, a casino queen. 
play Stay Dine at DraftKings at Casino Queen. Guys, this just in. Big huh? news over on Battlehawks front. St. Louis Battlehawks. Battlehawks, yes. Just announced quarterback A.J. McCarron has agreed to contract terms and will return for the upcoming season. In nine games last year, McCarron set the XFL record by throwing 24 touchdowns for the Battlehawks. He also led the league with a 60, uh, almost a 69% completion rate and ranked second with 203 completions and 2,150 passing yards. So he played with the Bengals. Yeah. He was on the Bengals team, and he, he waved. Like, he's like, I don't want to play for the Bengals. I'm going to go back to the Battlehawks. Yeah. So he was signed with the Bengals and was on their active roster uh, the final six games of the NFL season. Uh, native of Mobile, Alabama. He's won three BCS championships at Alabama. This dude's, I mean, he's awesome. decorated with all sorts of stuff, and he's back. He's back, baby. So that's yeah, that's, that's big that's news. Cool. So is he the biggest star, you think, in the league so far? Uh, one of them. Yeah. You know, one of them. Our Battle Hawks. Our Battle, our battle Hawks. Our Battle Hawks. Kaka. <laughs> uh, are set to do good things this yeah. season. Swing away, boys. Swing away, boys. Swing away, Merrill. Going to fill that battle dome. <laughs> uh, Iowa's Caitlin Clark became women's college basketball's all-time leading scorer on Thursday night. Only eight points needed, uh, with only eight points needed to surpass the 3,527 points set by the previous record holder. Kelsey Plum, Clark's dagger, was a long-range three-pointer against Michigan Wolverines. There you go. Here comes Clark. How will she go for history? There it is! The all-time leading scorer in women's college. Did you see her? Did you see it? I mean, she... It's almost like she couldn't wait to shoot it. Mm -hmm. She was so far behind the three-point line, and the the fact that it switched in was... Yeah, she's like, I'll just go from here. That's awesome. So she just broke the... Which record? NCAA women's uh, basketball scoring record. Wasn't that set by a MSU player, the Missouri Bear player? Um, Kelsey Plum. Uh, Kelsey Plum, uh, who played for, I don't know. I don't know who either. Uh, she, she did okay. No, I meant like years past the old record was Howard know. or whatever her name was down there. She did okay, though. Uh, 49 points in that uh, victory, uh, 106 to 89. Uh, She said in an interview, it's cool. It's cool to be in the same realm with a lot of really, really good players. I'm lucky to do it because I have really good teammates and really good coaches and a great support system that surrounds me. Hey, St. Louis scored four times in the second to smash Edmonton 6-3 at Enterprise Center. Robert Thomas, Jake Neighbors each had a goal and two assists. Uh, Tori Krug, Jordan Cairo, and Pavel Buchnevich and Brandon Saad also scored for the Blues, uh, who have won eight of their past ten games. So the Blues are on, uh, on fire right now. That's right. Uh, what's not on fire is the um, the jerseys making it around the MLB. So spring training kicked off this week in Florida and Arizona. And aside from all the actual baseball talk, uh, there's a lot of discussion about these new uniforms debuting in 24. The new Nike Vapor Premier uniforms, which are manufactured by Fanatics, have been taking a lot of heat by both fans on social media and the players. Players have reportedly been frustrated enough to reach out to Players Union about the uniform changes, and some of them are tweeting things, and they're, they're bummed. They don't like them. The big complaints have been the small lettering and small numbers. On a team-by-team basis, we've also seen a lot of complaints on the colors and the font choices. Uh, there's also been complaints about how the pants fit. Miles Michaelis was one that was arguing about the pants, I believe. Uh, it's not all one-sided. Major League Baseball and Nike ran a press release. Get this. A press release hit on Tuesday that includes quotes from players about how great the new jerseys are. Quote, the Nike Vapor Premier jersey is soft, light, and comfortable. It's almost like wearing my favorite shirt out on the field and so easy to move around in. That was said by Nolan Arenado from St. Louis Cardinals. So you got Michaelis who's complaining, but Arenado who loves him. Hmm. And, and, speaks, loves him. and speaks just, just like, like a perfect It's just slogan. like my favorite shirt. <laughs> 
I could move so freely. It feels great. It makes me play baseball better. Uh, anyways, it's going to be interesting to see if the plain, uh, complaints end up triggering a change to things like the size of the lettering or the font that they're used on the uniforms. A few people, a few players have said it feels cheap. And I even read this whole one, uh, this, this, this one article that uh, had a line that was uh, something about him saying, you know, we, you, you, you work so hard to get to the majors and part of like the whole mystique and all of it is putting on this badass uniform and running out. And he's like, it just feels Another cheap, cheap. And, it, and it doesn't feel cool. It doesn't feel like Major League Baseball. Hmm. And that says a lot. Maybe that's just this and guy's Is this opinion. Nike's first year doing it? Yeah. No. No, is it? Or this particular this brand, This new thing. This, this particular paper premiere. Okay. Uh, but it's not their first time because I think I got a Cardinals Nike jersey. I'm Moon and that's your sports because doing the bull dance, feeling the flow, working it, working it. There is Udo Show. Headline Hoosh. Headline Hoosh is brought to you by Moritz Royce Jewelry, the official jeweler of the Rizzuto Show. All right, so we go to New Smyrna Beach, Florida. Smyrna. Smyrna. Where cops uh, got a call last Tuesday about a 49-year-old guy who decided to take his truck for a spin on the beach and drive into the ocean. His name is Jason uh, Jason Bruskovich. And now, you're actually allowed to drive on the beach, but not always. It was uh, it was closed to cars because of the weather, and the tide was too high. But Jason didn't care, though. He went around a closed gate that said, do not enter, and drove his white Dodge Ram pickup truck right into the water. Lifeguards were first to respond after they saw him driving back and forth in the waves and trying to do donuts in the sand. <laughs> uh, the water he was in was two to three feet high. This is all around 9 o'clock in the morning. Cops eventually got him out onto dry land, and here's the quote that's making the headlines. When they said he shouldn't have been driving in the water, he told them, quote, it's not my fault the truck don't surf. What? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> that's a powerful statement, man. What? Uh, I actually have him uh, Jeez. him on tape here. Yeah, but you shouldn't be driving on the beach when the gates are all closed. Can I get in trouble? Yeah, yeah. It's a misdemeanor at this point. I'll make the Facebook page today. Yep. Not my oh, fault. The truck don't fault. surf. Didn't you hear the commercial? Like a rock. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it don't. They charged him with failing to pay the beach access fee and released him on a $200 bond. Um, truck got to be towed off the beach. Based on the smile on his mugshot, he does not regret it. I'll be honest with you. He's just smiling. That's a good, he, dude, this guy's living his best life. It's you know true. what? He don't care, man. I love this guy. Reasonable get in trouble for this. Reasonable question, though. Can I get in trouble for that? Yeah. I love this guy. Not my fault, don't no, sir. thing, man. Say so go from New Smyrna Beach, Florida, Jason Bruskovich. You are today's Headline Hoosh. All right, we'll take one final break. We'll come back. Wrap up. All right, that is it for us. Donnie Fandango is next. Uh, appreciate you all tuning in. You're welcome. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week. Uh, today's wrap-up is sponsored by... Sponsored by Jack in the Box. Jack Wraps. A little bit of healthy, a little bit of indulgence only at Jack. All right, what's today's podcast title? Today's podcast title, we had a lot to choose from, but we ended up going with This Guy Has a Kit Boner. Ah, yes. <laughs> Thanks to Matt Seebeck, by the way, from uh, St. Louis City SC, uh, your chief entertainment officer who got us new away jerseys. Yeah, these are sweet. So sweet of them. Yeah, very sweet of them. Uh, don't forget their kickoff event is tomorrow at the Armory from 1 to 3 o'clock, completely free, family-friendly. Go check out the new uh, away jerseys, meet some of the players, get some autographs. The whole team's going to be down there. Mm -hmm. All right, Moon, what else? 
Can You Feel the Punk tonight? Um, some, I just got an email about uh, something awesome happening at Can You Feel the Punk tonight. We're pulling out all the stops. It's not just an awesome punk ska band uh, doing, you know, rocked up versions of your favorite Disney classics, new and old, for the family. But we're going to have a lot of special things going on uh, in the show. Characters, Star, Star Wars 501st Allegiance is going to be there, and we got a couple more surprises in store. Do not miss out. Tickets are available now, March 11th, 3 p.m. show and an 8 p.m. show. It's going to be a blast. Don't miss out. Learn. Uh, follow me on the socials at Learn Versus Radio. Scott. Yeah, follow my band, Free the 2SG, on socials. We got that new album dropping on Leap Day. It's going to be huge, and uh, I'm pretty excited about it because we're going to sell the catalog shortly thereafter for about $100 million. All right, we're all So excited. make sure to download it so we can get a lot of money. All right. Thank you. We leave you with a selection from our Teamers member today, which is brought to you by Hotshot Sports Bar and Grill, St. Louis' home for Blues Hockey. From Maryland Heights, Jason Patrillo is the yeah, Teamers. The Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Your best choice for quality tires and expert auto service. Dobbs.